All right, everybody, welcome back to the Woods Cast. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shay just uh, blew out my mic and ears. I uh, sure did. But uh, <laughs> this is, uh, as I said, welcome back to the Woods Cast. This is Big Jizzle coming at you with Shay Butter. Oh. These are our DJ names. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm okay with that name. I've just been my nickname for a while, but you're, they're, they're, you know what? They're both pretty gross. Let's yeah. be clear. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, just to come to you. As, as, what does Rachel say about Big Jizzle? I haven't told, I don't think I've told her. Oh, okay, good, good. Uh, anyway, Shay, uh, Justin, and I, there you go. <laughs> Shay and I have uh, our two dudes who do a podcast. Uh, we're told we're brothers. And um, we just get together, have too many adult beverages, and shout about whatever bothers us. Uh, this this week we're going to be uh, probably just dicks about the election. So mm-hmm. that's how that's going to go. Um, we're recording this on Monday, uh, November 9th, so we've been a couple days after the official call and uh, six days after the uh, November election. Um, the weekly numbers here, so Shay's drinking a couple, I've seen Shay down a couple white Russians as we are uh, doing this. I uh, got a new keg just before we started recording this, so I've got a nice picture of uh, uh, beautiful hops and gold sitting beside me. And it is the 1,389th day of the Trump administration. It's been 881 days since he solved the North Korea situation, which I bet that's just going to pop off here soon. Uh, We've been uh, 326 days since Donald Trump's been impeached, 277 days since he's been acquitted. We've been living in a global pandemic for 243 days. And there are 72 days left in Donald Trump's there it is. There it uh, is. I was like, all right, where's the good numbers? How many yeah. days since he lost the election? I uh, guess technically it's not certified yet. So Right, right. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. And, and, and even as we sat down and we're shooting the shit before we started recording, um, there's been like a flurry of other articles and, and lawsuits and bullshit. But um, we are. Has cur- anything he's put out there stuck? The only yeah. thing, like, no, nothing. I know there was some shit about segregated ballots in Pennsylvania, and they were like, okay, here you go. But it does, it's not like an election-changing outcome. No, no. I, we'll, we'll get to that. There's nothing that's stuck. They're just throwing a bunch of stuff out. Um, so one of the problems I have for the next couple months, because they're you know the Biden administration will not take effect until January 20th. That's when they are sworn in. Um, there is going to be absolutely dick done about COVID between now and then. Um, I didn't think there was going to be a lot done regardless, but now that Donald Trump has supposedly lost the election, definitely not going to get anything done now. No. Um, man, they're all, man. even Fox News is cutting away from their press conference. They yeah. did it again to him. Yeah. That was um, – that. yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. That was pretty bad. But right now we're sitting at 10 million, uh, 10.4 million cases. Uh, you got 244,000 American deaths. That's over 81 9-11s or over 61 kilo Benghazis. And right now we are sitting at a uh, seven-day average of 111,000 and change. Uh, just for reference, the second peak that everybody thought was horrible and that we got over uh, around July 4th and then after, that was the average seven-day case of 66,000. So doing good, Shay. Doing good. Really fucking uh, tackling this. Crushing it. Crushing it. Uh, speaking of crushing it, Ben Carson has COVID, so that's funny. I saw that. And uh, Trump's chief of staff... Uh, Mark Meadows, I think it's Mike. I was going to say Mike. I know that was wrong. Mark Meadows has it. Um, it's reasonable that they both got it from the, uh, what the hell would you call that, Shay? A planned celebration at the White House for the Trump uh, victory that did not happen. They're pr- they're pretty yep. sure that they're pretty sure they both got it there. Uh, but here to the news that makes us all want to gloat. 
Uh, Joe Biden is on track, has not been certified yet, but will be the 46th president of the United States, defeating Donald Trump in the 2020 election by a considerable margin. Um, I don't know about you, Shay, but I actually went to bed pretty early on election night because it was pretty obvious that we weren't going to get a call anytime soon. So, Here's what I don't understand. <laughs> tell tell I, me what you don't I, understand, Shay. Here's what, here's what I don't get, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know. For weeks, like, I pay, I mean, okay, you and I pay pretty close attention to the news and politics. That's a thing. Right. Um, I'm not going to claim to be an expert, but every single news outlet more or less was telling me the same thing. Hey, we're not going to get results on Election Day because it's going to take a fucking minute to count the ballots. Right. And to everyone who's saying, well, how, how, how does it take so long to count the votes? Have you ever tried counting millions of a thing? I sure haven't. It'd probably take me more than a week to count, you know, fucking 10 million ballots or whatever. So maybe just cool your fucking jets because I don't really think they would know election results back in, like, when this shit was going with Pony Express, it probably took a minute. So, um, yeah, the, the, um... what, it used to, I know the, 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 the period after the election for the transition used to be a lot longer because right. it took so long. Exactly. Yeah. We're, like, we're used to, um, we're used to it. Oh, call. but anyway, hold on. My point. How does anyone not know what's going on? How does anyone who's paid any attention at all not understand that they're just literally, they've got millions of votes to just fucking feed into a machine by hand? Just because because they're not allowed to do it beforehand. So exactly. So so I think it's it's sixty forty. Like it's a lot of willful willful ignorance, and yeah. then there's a lot of actual just the you you get in the moment of it. Yeah. And you want it? There was actually a really fun um, exchange. Excuse me. Um, I believe it was CNN. They were talking to some guy in uh, in a county in Arizona, and he's like, "So, uh, what, when do you think you'll have the next uh, you know bunch of votes? And like, when will we know?" And the guy looked at him like right into the camera. Is like, you know, for weeks you guys have been telling us not to uh, expect the call on election night, and here you are asking me for a call on election night. How much sense does that make? And he just laughed. He's like, "Yeah, I got a point." You know. So with COVID, um, there were a lot of. I mean, there was a huge amount of um, early voting. Most of that was done through mail-in ballots, yeah. absentee ballots, like you were saying. Um, and also, like you were saying, some states have rules in effect. They can count that stuff beforehand. Florida, is Florida, for instance, is one that's actually been pretty good about this stuff for, for years. I mean, they're, they're not good about letting you black notice people nobody vote. nobody cares about how long it's taken them to count votes in states where he was ahead. Right. Well, yes. Still, yeah, that, that was never a problem. Well, and that's the, other, that's the funny thing is that – so – on election night, we knew that Joe Biden was, uh, you know, was leading in the electoral count. Um, we knew what would, is, what, you know, the phrase you probably heard if you listened to political podcasts were uh, red, a uh, red mirage or a blue, a blue mirage, a blue shift, red mirage kind of thing. Uh, it was blue shift, I think, is what they said. Because what you expect, what yeah, what, what you expected was because Donald Trump had spent the last three weeks or four weeks telling everybody that mail-in ballots were nothing but voter fraud, his supporters were going to vote in person regardless. So you expect, and, and that's not that's not new, uh, Republican voters tend to be older, and they tend to vote on Election Day. Just They're scared of this newfangled postal service. I mean, that's just what they do, right? Yeah. And uh, Democratic voters uh, tend to, to vote by mail-in <coughs> vote early um, a lot more. So what everybody expected to happen was what happened. Come election day, um, there was a big count of you know the, the states that could do it uh, had already counted the absentee ballots. You saw Biden up by a lot, and then as the course of the day went over, um, 
the conservatives and Republicans, or however you want to label them, came out, voted, and then made up a bunch of that ground. And so it was uh, towards the end of the night, it was just a matter of counting the votes to see who, at the end of the day, had more. And that's where you ended up with slim leads for Biden in Nevada and Arizona. And then um, I believe like the day after or two days later, you got a, um, a lead in Wisconsin and Michigan. They were called shortly after that. And then we had this thing where all of the votes around Philadelphia were called, uh, or I'm sorry, were being counted. And Joe Biden slowly uh, caught up to Donald Trump and surpassed him in Pennsylvania. Same thing happened in uh, Georgia, which I was completely surprised by. If we rigged the election, why would we make it take a week to anyway? I don't well, if, we would, if we rigged we'll the take election. take the Senate if I was rigging something. Seriously. like Fuck. We still could, but. Well, Mitch, technically Mitch McConnell, not, but... Mitch McConnell would have lost by thirty points if we were rigging shit. Okay, I would have made it so blatant that they'd be oh, like, "Oh, I know." They'd be like, "Dude." Um, uh, but yeah, so so that's all that happened. Like we waited for two or three days. Uh, the the vote count continued. Also, what's wrong with you, Kentucky? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, God knows. Who knows? Well, just uh, next time you hear Mitch McConnell talk about how he's not going to um, approve uh, blue state bailouts for COVID relief. Uh, just know that um, Kentucky is like the poorest. It's like the third poorest um, state in, in the yeah. nation. And he's been there for fucking 60 years now or whatever. I think it's like 38 or something, some, some, something silly. Um, but no, so you had this count, and Joe Biden's count kept going up. Donald Trump's count would go up too, but not as fast. Um, places like uh, Philadelphia and um, Maricopa County in Arizona, the... It was just a, a matter of fractions. Like Donald Trump had to get sixty percent of all the votes that came in from like Friday or Thursday on, and he just kept getting like fifty or fifty-eight. It wasn't sixty, and so he fell behind. And so that's how Donald Trump lost the election. And of course, like you say, you said Shay has been certified, but he won it by <coughs> a once. If he gets Georgia, which he should get Georgia. That is an inversion of Donald Trump's. I think this is so poignant. It's an inversion of Donald Trump's win. Remember when Donald Trump won three six over two thirty two against Hillary Clinton, and he called it the largest electoral victory yeah. since Reagan. It was not. Yeah, he's been using the term "narrow lead" every time I've seen him talk to it. Right. I, you know, honestly, part of me really, you because know, first of all, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Kamala Harris gave a great acceptance speech for her nomination of president in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, assuming he either dies or steps down or whatever, because he said at one point I'm going to be a one-term president. But he, he, he has anyway. said that before, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if it sticks. But um, the, uh, uh, I mean, they I, that, that that speech with the both of their speeches, uh, victory speech, I guess is what you call it. Were fought, they crushed it. Um, it was all presidential and well spoken, and Uncle Joe was all fired up. So you need, I, you know, he took a nap after that speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, uh, they're too classy to do it, but man, I would have loved to see him come out there and say, "This is a great election. We won bigly," and then just wink at the camera. Mm. Just, ah, that'd yeah. be so good. It's too classy for that, though. But the, I yeah. would have loved it. Yeah. So I mean, it was a complete inversion of the win that Donald Trump said was the biggest political win ever. So keep that in mind. Um, the other thing that's really, you know, one of the things that pisses me off is you don't hear about um, a mandate unless it's a Democratic candidate. Republicans will be very happy to say, like, hey, we won, so we get to do what we want. That's it, flat out. But when a Democrat wins, Republicans are like, yeah, but you only won by a few points. It's not like it's a mandate. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, yeah that's so, great. So you can mandate the, these nuts, 
And um, yeah, oh, it's it, it's so fucking like, oh god, I you know, and again, I'm not. This is one of those things I hate to do it, but I'm gonna. Can you imagine? Right. If Obama had refused to concede the presidency to Trump, how that was like, that's honestly, that's one of the best. Like when people ask me my problem with Republicans, the the, the first thing I'll do now, usually in, well, in the last week, because this just happened, I will point like, hey, do you remember that? Aw- that Well, not awesome. It was fucking heart wrenching. But the broadcast where Obama and Trump sat on national television and Obama specifically said, you know, we don't agree, but we're going to do every everything you can we can to make you successful, because if you're successful, America's successful. And then compare that to how Trump's reacting now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that is a classic example of everything wrong with the party. And even if you're not that shitty of a person and you still support those people, that makes you that shitty of a person. Like I'm so I, I have so I'm getting I in, I'm so mad because I'm in Boulder call Boulder County Colorado. There's no Trump supporters for me to yell at and be petty about. <laughs> like I can't well, be an insufferable prick. I've been told there's Trump supporters that are protesting in Boulder, so I may cruise down there tomorrow and I don't know, just give them the finger or something to make myself feel better. But um, like the guys out there with the fucking flags and shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's like look at these fucking and then he. Oh my God, it's so stupid. Like, and you know because of how quiet most of the rest of the Republican party is being, they're all just like, Oh my God, this is awful. We're never going to get anyone elected again because now everyone, I mean, I foresee them for now being the crazy party even more because you know, the idea that they stole the election is not going to go away. That's what the talk shows are going to be talking about for the next four years. No, no, it's, that's kind of the thing that pisses me off. Like to your point, if Barack Obama had refused to concede the 2012 election, they would have lynched him. Well, they would have they would yeah, have burnt they would have burned effigies of them. They would have yeah, burned, burned eff- eff- oh, yeah. Actually, they did yeah. that. Never mind. Yeah, um, they did. Oh, they did do that. That's they right. did do that. Um, no, it's 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 absolutely silly. And one of the first things that silly's a really really nice way to say that. Yeah, silly's doing a lot of work there. There's an uh, R word I'm not supposed yeah, to use anymore, right. and I won't. But yeah. yeah. Well, one of the first comments I got was from a mutual friend of ours. And I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm gonna not, not, not blast him here because he's not here to defend himself. But he sent me a message on the Facey Spaces and the My Books and said, and this was, this was like I would say maybe an hour before the call. Yeah. You know, nobody knew that this was gonna happen. And he says, you know what? I don't care who wins, but I think we really need to heal the divide. So I think whoever wins should offer the loser a spot in their cabinet. Bullshit. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, we really need to heal the divide. I was like, yeah, because, because, uh. Um, you know, because Trump offered Hillary Clinton a spot in his cabinet, even though she was more qualified than anybody he fucking put in there. Oh, yeah. no, that's right. He chanted lock her up for the next three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up with that noise. He's I, like, oh, I, I he didn't he say, didn't get he didn't yeah. get I was making fun of his idea. And he's like, oh, you're mocking me. Like, yes, yes, yeah. I'm mocking the yeah, shit out of you. It's a dumb thing that yeah. you said just now. Yeah. I do think a good sign is that the major news networks, even Fox News, have started like started cutting away from him when even when it was clear like when it was one of those things where like all the major networks were like you're looking at the math and you're doing the math and you're saying like okay well he need he has to have 60 percent of the vote to turn this around he has 20 percent or whatever the number was he's not going to get it so we're going to declare the state we're going to call the state right. and like even in, if you could see the tonal shift as soon as they knew Biden was going to be president, like every time Trump tweeted or said something, they just kind of were like, eh, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, like he is not getting nearly the kind of media coverage that he's been getting. Like when Fox News, I, people should think about that. When Fox News cuts away from Trump mid sentence, 
that says people are like, okay, cool. We're going to let him throw his tantrum, then he's going to tire himself out. Now, the question is, how much damage does he do while he tires himself out? Because there's some, I know he's got the attorney, there's already people resigning at the Justice Department over some new orders about uh, election, like sending Bill Barr to look into election fraud. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay, so as far as the election fraud I mean, they're going to find anything. But... Well, that's the thing, is, is Donald Trump, you're talking about cutting away and yeah. so he did a, and I listened to it. There was a. Um, I just think that's a good sign long term that maybe it'll kind of burn well, itself out. It, and no, not yeah. Be... Um, so first off, one of the things that uh, a couple of my friends, excuse me, and I have talked about whether or not there was a big, messy march in the streets, protest about the election on both sides would have come a lot of the ways to how Donald Trump reacted to it. We all knew he was going to be a messy bitch about it, but whether or not Fox News backed him up or backed up the election results. So on Saturday, when Pennsylvania was called, then CNN called it, then AP called it, and then MSNBC called it, and uh, about 75 million people turned into Fox News to watch them say the fucking words. Yeah, and, uh, like... And uh, to his credit, uh, Neil Cavuto was like, listen, I know everybody's called it. I know. I was like, I'm watching the same fucking TVs you all are, uh, but we are not in a position to call yet. And, and it's because, I have to imagine, the piece of paper that he had in front of him didn't say Biden wins the election. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have any confirmation of it. And he just can't be like, oh, look, that, that, that TV over there said it, so I got to say it too. So they cut, they did a whole segment where they were very careful about saying we're not going to call it till we know. They went to commercial break, came back and called it. And that was it. That was There was a lot of less fuss about it. Um, so Donald Trump, of course, doesn't accept it. I, I did think it was kind of funny. I, I, the initial reports I heard were that he was that he was at his Virginia golf course. And then I tried to figure out if he was on the golf course when he found out. And he was. He was out there on the golf course. And uh, somebody um, – it was like – it was a, a reporter – I'm gonna butcher her name. It was it was like Win Winji or something. I, I just saw it. I didn't read her article, but she uh, apparently had the image of Donald Trump getting told that Biden had won the election, oh, like that I had the election. See that image. And um, so like that was the thing. And Have you read course, the reporting on how they told Giuliani at that press conference in front of a landscaping company, like he was giving a big speech and right. somebody just shouted out, they called it, and Giuliani <laughs> incredulously was like, oh, who called it? And then they just the reporters were just like everyone. Yeah, all of them. yeah. <laughs> all the networks yeah. have called it. Well, that's kind of the thing. It's it's you know it will like you said all these votes are still going to be counted. Um, you know what we were talking about mandates. It's, it's going to take a while for everything to be certified. Bef like while we were shooting the shit uh, before we started recording, um, Donald Trump just uh, sent out another lawsuit to Pennsylvania. Um, I believe suing their Secretary of State and, and several of their counties um, in, a, in a to force them to not certify the election results until some other investigation happens, like just to stall that. Um, but like everybody's moving ahead. Like uh, Joe Biden's already started to put together his transition, um, his transition team. Well, he's um, trying. Yeah. I mean, there, there's apparently some, some things the white house has to sign off on. I'm not really too familiar with that, that, uh, you know, legalese, but Donald Trump of course, isn't signing off on it. So it's going to slow things down. But um, I mean, we know that, it's pretty much accepted that Hillary Clinton lost in 2016 by 77,000 votes across Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, right? And she won the popular vote by $2.86 million, uh, million, way more money than that, 2.86 million votes in the popular vote. 
Uh, Joe Biden, as we're doing this podcast on Monday night, he is leading by 277,000 votes across uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia. And he's up I mean, by, I know oh, his lead in Georgia, too, is big enough now that there's really no way a recount can. Well, and, and uh, yeah, and he's well, up. I mean, for, okay, but barring, I shouldn't say that, barring some egregious, ridiculous. Uh, malfeasance, crap, yeah. malfeasance like yeah. oh hey we just threw twenty thousand votes in a storm drain right um it's and, th- and that's kind of what i want to you know like that's going with what you said earlier like it's not certified yet some of these states if it's below a half a percent between the two candidates it triggers an automatic recount that's not uh the responsibility of either of the parties um other states have rules like if it's within one percent you can request a recount and you but you got to pay for it you know kind of thing yeah um uh, a lot of people don't remember, but back in 2016, there were a lot of the MSNBC types that they wanted Hillary Clinton to do a recount of those three states, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. But she she refused to. She said it wasn't a point, and she, she's right. Because, you know, historically, recounts happen, and there is some flux in the votes because um, – and, and it's things like, you know, I'm counting votes. I have a stack of 100 votes. I, I run them through the machine, and I set them off to the side. Then I go take a piss, and you walk in. And you've been at lunch, and you go, oh, I, don't, I think Woods didn't count this this batch, and you run them through again. Like, those are the kind of, I mean, that's the kind of statistical error that'll happen when you're counting over what, 140 million votes. Yeah, you know, it's just that'll just happen. Yeah, it's a statistical error. It's not a big deal. Now, it's going to be real funny. Is even though it won't change the outcomes, if they do a recount and Biden gets like 200 oh, yeah. more votes than he should have well, had, like he they like they that that it was counted wrong in Trump's favor, he still lost, oh, yeah. and they recounted it, and then they and he lost even worse. Well, oh, that'd be so sweet. And, and that's the thing you've got to. Really, I mean, because okay, let's say that uh, Donald Trump is down 15,000 votes in Georgia, whatever it is. I I, I don't know which state is what margin now i looked it up earlier what you're really looking for there is not just you're looking for like a a net gain of like seventeen thousand votes so they've got to be off by a huge margin for you to somehow overtake uh your opponent in these recounts and it's not traditionally how it works like unless they're like you said uh, if there's not some like serious fucking malfeasance it doesn't happen like that so uh, I personally was just waiting for the Arizona and Nevada call. That would have been 270. And I'm like, all right, count Georgia and Pennsylvania until your, you know, your balls fall off. I don't care. Like, we won, you know. But now it looks like they're going to be counting all those eh, for a while. But the leads that Biden has are growing every day. They're not shrieking. There's, I mean, it's just math. You know, I mean, math sucks. Math's hard for a lot of people. But these are, um, these are just votes that have to be counted. And t- to your credit, um, you were saying that like there has to be something really wrong for this to go the weird way, but like they're already starting to, to protest the count that's not done yet. And I don't know what the fuck to think about that. Oh yeah, like just like to the the count in Georgia. Well okay, so there's a couple things going um a couple things going on here. So one we're, it's very clear. So, so we've still got we got counts in Georgia and Pennsylvania. They look like they're not going to show any, um, you know, change for Trump. But as soon as you know, like Thursday or Friday, when Joe Biden's count started to catch up to and surpass Biden's, there. I'm sorry, Trump's surpassed Biden. I think I said Biden twice. Um, there, are people went out and found these voting places where they're counting the votes. And depending on the state, they had very different things they wanted. If they're in a state where Biden was above Trump, they wanted the votes stopped. Yes. 
or no, they wanted every vote counted. I'm sorry, they wanted every vote counted. But in Pennsylvania, while Trump was ahead, they wanted the vote stopped. So it's like we want certain votes to be counted because we want our guy to win. And if there's any other votes past this number, we don't care because this is a good number for us. And motherfuckers are walking around with rifles. So the next time one of your one of your friends is like, but 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 Antifa. Tell them oh to fuck yeah, themselves. go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sh- I mean, I may have missed one somewhere, but I'm pretty sure there's only one party that's got people with assault rifles fucking hanging out outside the places where they count votes. That's the kind of shit that happens in goddamn like fucking third world countries where they're trying right. to establish democracy. It's like, right. that's ridiculous. And I and again, it's like, dude, don't ever t- try to tell me. You know, and I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Conservatives and Republicans are two different things now. Like Republicans are the Trump people. That's how I think of it. It's like, don't ever tell me to respect these motherfuckers because these mouth breathers are showing up to polling places with guns. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, they're showing up and they want access. So the, one of the one there's of the no things- other reason you're going to do that other than the hope you're going to have some Democrats show up, see your handgun, get scared to go home and not vote. That's why you do that. Well, We're going to say it's to protect the integrity of the election, but what you really want to do is scare Democratic voters away from the polling place. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you'll remember correctly, um, uh, the Republican Party was super cool with everybody having guns until the blank pa- Black Panthers started carrying guns and protecting uh-huh. their polling places. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Then, then it became an issue. Um, then the NRA was really all about gun control for a while. But um, the thing is, it's like, so we had a red wave, we had a blue wave, Um the polling is going to be a little off because of that. Like, there's estimates between 20 and 30 more people voted this cycle than the last cycle. That's not going to be in anybody's fucking model. So, you know, if uh, if you're the guy that says, hey, all the people I hang out with in my social circle are going to vote for Trump, I, then I don't see why how Biden can win this state and then complain that the polls are wrong, again, go fuck yourself. Yeah. No. You don't, you, you don't understand probabilities. Well, it's just so funny because, you know, uh, I, ha- I see two schools of thought with people like, well, if there's if there's nothing to hide, why don't you want people to look at the polling places? I'm like, no one's saying that. No one's no one's saying anyone's trying to hide anything. And I, and then uh, and I was like, well, if you, you know what I mean? And that's totally different than saying like, stop counting the votes. I'm like, well, that's no. I'm, what, I'm, what we can still wanted. we 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 don't we can keep counting the votes. And then there's you can also look and take a look and recount. That's fine. I don't. What they wanted to do was literally have somebody with a, an AR-15 um, slung on their shoulder between the person who opened the envelope and the person who fed it into the machine. They yeah. wanted somebody there to look at it and go, yeah, this one's fake, and just toss it. Yeah. Yeah, this one's fake, and just toss it. I know. That's what I know they one, wanted. One of the or, complaints or least, was, like, the distance, like... Yeah. One of the suits was like they were standing. They had to. The observer had to stand ten feet back, so they let him stand six feet. Like, yeah. Well, what they wanted to do is is be able to, like I said, stand between the person who opened the ballot and the person who fed it in the machine and say, like, yeah, this is a bad one. Maybe not throw it away, but challenge it. Challenge every single one they could. Be like, oh, I don't think this person made his R right in the signature. It clearly, isn't that person? Yeah. I want this one challenged. And they would do that to hold up the system until, like, fucking January. And, be like, and, and Trump would be like, listen, guys, I'm president. That's just how it's going to be, okay? you know. And it didn't happen like that. To count all the votes, he fucking lost. Um, I've, I've is, really liked how local election officials, too, just basically been telling the administration to go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's – I mean, because think about it. You're um, – your entire job was to make sure this election went off as smoothly as possible. You did everything you could. In some legislatures, they tried to pass laws 
where um, you could count these absentee ballots and mail-in ballots beforehand. And Repu- like in Pennsylvania, a Republican legislature in Pennsylvania, um, uh, no, I take that back. A bipartisan legislature in Pennsylvania agreed to one accept ballots up to three days after the election if they if the postmark was before, and yeah. two you couldn't uh, you couldn't count any of them until election day. And then the Republican Party bitched that a they were accepting ballots after election day, and b they didn't count any ahead of time. And everybody's like, "You fucking assholes!" Yeah, like you sat in the room and told us we couldn't do this, and now you're mad about it. Um, but yeah, like, and then the president says, like, you're a liar and a cheat. Like, I can't, I, I totally agree with these secretary of states, whether they're Democrats or Republican, walking out to a mic and be like, uh, kiss my ass, uh, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, well, the two, the two senators in Georgia that go to a runoff, which that'll be another bunch of woo fuckery, but whatever. I mean, that's a big deal too. Though. I mean, I'm, oh man, I, I, I'm hoping they can use the momentum from flipping Georgia to get, a few more people out to vote. It's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not. Now, the but, last time this happened, the Democrat got spanked. But that was that was a. Uh, I forget. There was there was some. It wasn't just the turnout was not. Yeah. I think like yeah. turnout dropped fifty four percent, and I'm already seeing stuff all over social media about like, hey, you want to donate to this Georgia runoff election? Well, that and there are people who are like um, Andrew Yang and a lot of his staffers are moving to Georgia to help the ground game yeah. for the runoff. And Stacey Abrams has already sh- you know, shifted her focus um, to the runoff elections from the general since the, you know, that's kind of out of her hands right now. I mean, there's, there is focus. We'll just have to see. Yeah, that's a bunch of woo fuckery. But both of those senators that are up for that runoff have uh, – asked for the secretary of state of Georgia to resign because he yeah. did not deliver them a fair election or whatever. Like in every article I've read, it's like Senator so-and-so and Senator so-and-so without any evidence of all have accused, you know, it, they're not even fucking around. Like these two people are idiots. I don't know why they're doing this, but they just want to get in the news as being like the quintessential Republicans that are for voters rights or whatever. Although Georgia disenfranchises more people than any state in, in the, uh, in the union other than maybe florida i don't know florida's bad what does florida do uh florida well they disenfranchise all the felons for longest time there's a there's a really i don't want to say great it's really fucking depressing segment on uh, last week tonight where when rick scott was the governor uh if you wanted your voting rights back after you were um paroled and and released from prison you had to go before this uh committee that he was the chair of and petitioned to get your voting rights back. And there was this heartbreaking video of a, of a, a African-American man, maybe in his late sixties. He was like, listen, I've done everything you asked me to do. I got out of jail. I got my life back together. I have a job. I have an apartment. I'm a member of the community. I'm a deacon at my church. And he's like, well denied. And the guy's like, what? What should I do differently? And they're like, I don't know. It's just not today. You're not getting it today. <laughs> don't be black. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it was like, uh, oh. Well, that committee only meets a couple times a year. And at the beginning of each meeting, Rick Scott would say like, hey, listen, this isn't a court of law. I don't have to abide by any rules. It's my decision whether you get to vote or not. Like, just flat the fuck out. Well, so, Rick Scott is a historical piece of shit, too. So, Well, he's a snake that wears a suit and walks yeah. around like a human. Um but uh, yeah, it's just it's just not a good system down there. So, um, so just to review where we are, Shay. Uh, 2016 was fuck your feelings. 
2017's was You Lost, Get Over It. 2018 was Drinking Your Liberal Tears. Uh, 2019 was uh, Four More Years, Bitches. And 2020 is, hey, look, guys, this is a time for unity, not finger pointing. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, one of the things I haven't really, uh, we haven't talked, we've, we've touched on this, but we haven't talked about all of it, is how the MAGA crowd cannot deal with the idea of Donald Trump, the God King, losing. Oh, um, so good. I know you don't have a lot of um, conservatives there, and or, or Republicans, however you want to call them. You know, I, I just say MAGA hats. I don't really yeah, give a MAGA's, shit about your... MAGA uh, chumps, yeah, Trump chumps. Yeah, yeah and I mean, now, please, do not misunderstand me. Uh, if you go outside of where i live west or east maybe a half an hour you start yeah. seeing a lot of trump pent signs it's just that most of the people in colorado live on the front range meaning um fort collins longmont boulder a bunch of other towns and yeah. then there's colorado springs up there which is a big conservative um, mecca and um but yeah, yeah, you don't see a lot of that in the area I live. But there's a lot of conservatives, Republicans, whatever, in uh, the in this state. Well, Rachel, you know, I, I don't, you know, when we moved here in 2017, um, that was one of the shittiest nights we've ever had because we had to close on our house in Kentucky at like 6 p.m. and then drive here, which is about eight hours. So we got here like after midnight. Uh, we only had the shit in our cars, and then. The dogs. We inflated a, an air mattress and just passed out. Uh, Pam peed the bed. It was great. Awesome. Um, right. But I woke up in a blue state. Yeah. And that's why I said that on Facebook. I was like, woke up in a blue state today. It's pretty cool. It's nice, and, right? And then, yeah. But then Rachel, we lived here for a while, and Rachel's like, this is not a blue state. There are a lot of Republicans here. I was like, Rachel, we live in a working class town in a suburb of Chicago. She's like, but this isn't a blue state. She would not believe me that the what. Five million people that live in Chicago or what the hell ever it is would drag the state blue no matter what. Like the the southern part of the state, that's very conservative, and the edge that butts up against Indiana, like they can't overcome Chicago. So it's just no. how it works. Yeah. Are there um, any uh, local things in your area that like passed or didn't pass that you're upset or excited about? Like local ballot initiatives? There was, or there was a gr- there was a uh, just to get the free keg a month day initiative. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that gets shot down all the time, and they tell me to sh- to wear pants when I show up at the meetings. Um, fascists, fascists, fucking fascists. Um, there was a gradiated, uh, I guess a, a gradiated. That's not the right word. There was a tax initiative to uh, readjust uh, taxes. It's not an English teacher. So yeah, yeah. Uh, graduated is the term I'm looking for there. Graduated tax Words bill. Are hard. That, yeah, it was tried to. Pa- oh, I've had like eight beers. Um, that they were trying to pass in Illinois because the tax structure here is pretty fucked. It's their, their all of that wealth that's in Chicago is not taxed at a, at a much higher rate than the not wealth where I live. Yeah. So they they were really trying to you know skew it up, and the Republican Party here um, did a really good job of saying, and just without any fucking evidence at all, of course. Um, yeah, after they come for us millionaires, they're coming for you. It's like nobody said that. Like, even the people pushing the bill are like, we didn't say that. We're just coming for the millionaires. Yeah, we're just coming for We just want the millionaires to pay more money. So, yeah, they're trying to redo the taxes, and it is a problem here. And, I mean, I've only been here a couple years, but the the property tax system here is real fucked up because it's one of the main ways they can make money. The property taxes in Cook County, where Chicago is, are just insane. Like, a house that you and I would buy in Huntington for, you know, $60,000, $70,000 would have a, you know, $25,000, $50,000 
property tax on it here. It's Whoa. just, it's yeah, it's just, it's like whoa. <laughs> but yeah, so no, they, I, I, I voted for it. I think they need to redo their tax structures and and make more money off the, you know. But I don't know, it didn't pass. Um, the other thing that really bothered me is you were you paying attention to? I think it was Proposition Twenty Two out of Colorado, not Colorado. I'm sorry, California. I probably, but I don't know all the proposition numbers and names because there was like right. six propositions on ours. Yeah, they, well, in in uh, California, they were trying to rename um, uh, the ride sharing employees as because. Oh, uh, I did hear about this. Yes, yeah. I, I don't know that. Yeah, continue your expert, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, I'm not an expert on this either, but like Uber and Lyft were trying to make it so that um, their private contractors were not considered um, salaried employees, but not private contractors, but like a third thing. And um, if they were allowed to do that, it would basically kneecap labor law in California for a dec- you know, for the next generation. Because any company could say, hey, our workers aren't necessarily employees. They're not private contractors. They're this weird, they're this weird thing. Let's call them super friends. Indentured up- servants? Yeah, yeah, basically. Like uh, all the all the people that uh, quote unquote work here are just our super friends. And they show up and do this one task that they call their hobby, but it's what we we want them to do. You know, it's the weirdest fucking thing. Something like two hundred fifty million dollars was spent to get it passed, and um, yeah, that's not good. That's gonna that's gonna fuck us. But um, anything anything cool or not cool passed in Colorado? Uh, honestly, bunch of cool shit. We got we got fucking Corey Gardner out. Yeah, that's true. Very true. And and not only was it we got him out, but I he got his ass fucking destroyed. He I, I stopped tracking the give me this choose the squeaky toy dog. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> the viewers may get the full experience of my dog chewing on her squeak toy, which you're not going to get back till the end of the show. Anyway, um but uh I mean he I stopped checking the race when he was behind by like 22 points. Oh yeah. Like yeah, he, he got <laughs> fucked up. And then uh we're reintroducing Gray Wolves, which is pretty sweet. So uh, that and uh you know the farmers have a lot of complaints about it i don't care uh what else uh uh we are doing the interstate popular vote compact so colorado is now just going to give its it's going to give its electoral votes to whoever wins the popular vote uh now the last i checked there was like 24 maybe Cal- maybe uh, colorado would make it 25 yeah once once um enough sign- so for you know she said that pretty quick but the interstate um electoral college compact or however you, whatever it was um, that's just an agreement of states, like she said, to give their electoral votes to whoever wins the popular vote regardless. Now, if that um, compact between states can reach enough votes to hit 270, then we have effectively removed the Electoral College from uh, making that a thing, which is, we, I, you know, our, uh, our buddy... Um, I uh, understand that if the Electoral College goes away, the rural areas in this country may not be as well represented. To that I say conservatives should come up with better policy so i'll vote for it yeah i don't um, fucking care we we go around about this with our buddy uh ron uh, ron uh delevins on um the facey spaces in the my books and he says that the um it was written in the constitution therefore it is holy uh oh you can change constitution all you want you just gotta get enough yeah anyway we kind of did it 27 times um but uh yeah it's it's um that argument and anybody is welcome to fucking send us an email, a tweet, or you know, whatever. And if you'd like to come on the show and argue with me about it, I'd be happy, I'd be happy to have that argument with you. But that argument will eventually come down to the fact where the person who is in support of the electoral college says that it it protects 
Wyoming from California. Then you go from there to, well, there's just more people that live in the cities than live in Wyoming. I say, okay, nothing in the Constitution said we had to check where people lived. Yeah. And then then the the uh, conversation inevitably goes to, well, all the people that live in cities are Democrats. It's like, all right, there we are. We've come to the fact that there are more Democrats than Republicans in the United States. You don't like it, and you need the Electoral College to ever be uh, any type of fucking competitive political party. And what Shea said is what I then will tell them. Maybe you should focus on not relying on the Electoral College and focus on, I don't know, getting more votes. If your, policies, your policies. if your policy is so – and I mean in this – this at one point in our lifetime, Justin, we may see the Electoral College shift and go away and then a Democrat that I support is going to lose because of that because right, the, the right, Republican right. will get the popular vote. But I will assume that is because – right? they Yeah, that could happen. But honestly, I mean if your policies weren't shit, more people would vote for them. Like – it's it's it, it it at this point it's not about having the best policy and I mean this is true for Democrats too although you know it, it's really just the 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 college forces people to operate this way it's more about impressing the people in the places that matter and not worrying about the people in the places that don't like obviously the Democrats don't need to campaign very hard in Florida like or uh, California excuse me right right they, no, they know yeah. that it's a given yeah so yeah. like I don't know it's just fucking stupid one person one vote. Come up with the policies that get the most votes. Honestly, that's probably how you'll get a third political party is getting rid of the Electoral College because you're going to need somebody in the middle that can get more. You know what I mean? Well, uh, uh, a viable third party without the Electoral College would be able to pull a good 20, 30 percent. Have you quick. heard the scuttlebutt about how uh, there's some early speculation that the libertarian candidate pulled enough votes away from Trump in the states where he's flipped like georgia and shit that it may have actually oh. i know he, I had his, he had his own ross perot <laughs> yeah i haven't heard that yet yeah it's um, i mean it's it, it's it's a i don't know you always hear that well the third party candidate did this but it's a spoiler yeah spoiler some of the scuttlebutt on that is that uh in the uh in the states where um he you know like georgia and shit and like pennsylvania uh that there is that they think there may have been like enough people switched from Trump to the libertarian candidate because of his behavior that it, it hurt him enough that he lost, which I would be the first useful thing the libertarian party's ever done. <laughs> oh, we have so many people that are like, well, we should we should really look at a third party candidate. It's like, have you looked at the third party candidate? That's she my, is I, I don't. Fucked, I get so insane. fucking pissed off when people are like, well, I, I any when that when people come to you and they say they're voting for the third party candidate they say it with the air of when you're in a high school and someone's trying to make a point so they don't go to the homecoming dance because that's what everyone's doing right like that's right, how that right. comes off to me um and i say that having friends that vote third party but every time they say that it's like it, it's the or, or here's a better analogy it's the political equivalent of well i don't own a tv like okay oh, dude yes, like yes, go fuck yes. yourself like yes the, the, the reason the third parties looking at you libertarians like every time they are in the running they've got a candidate like gary johnson who pretends to have a heart attack on a talk show like a jackass like <laughs> jill stein man she says a lot of stuff that i agree with and then you look into who she is and you're like god this she sucks like yeah she's kind of a hack like a lot of the third party candidates are like that and you know i will vote third party if someone could give me a third party candidate that doesn't suck ass well and, and the other thing i love that i love and when you have those conversations, like you just said, when you're sitting around a campfire and everybody's eight beers into it, 
and your uh, your super potheady friends. Like I, I vote. I, I can't. I can't be part of the two party system. They don't. They don't have any answers for anybody. I vote for, you know, this other jackass that has no chance of winning. And um, my first response is, oh, so clearly you lack the critical thinking skills to pick a party. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is that then they complain. They're like, yeah, like the third party just doesn't get the support of the other two parties. It's like, oh, yeah, because like the other two parties have spent, I don't know, 100 years building up their power and influence in the system. Like, yeah. So what you want is you want a seat at the table and all the money that the other two have without doing any of the fucking legwork to do it. And here's my thing. I need to make this clear. I think we should have more than two parties. I'm not saying having more than two parties is bad. I'm saying that every time I start looking into the third party, it's shit. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, yeah, that's kind of how it is. you can tell that it's not, like, you can see it, like, I can look at a Green Party candidate and you can see the numbers and you can see the momentum and you know they're not going to get anywhere because they're not worried about, pull. well, they're worried about pulling in new voters, but they're really just the mouthpiece for that specific niche in politics so that mm. people feel included but like they don't really have any chance which sucks but it is what it is and like and i hate to say that um god he trump ruined that phrase Fuck. but it, uh it is what it is oh yeah he did, he said he that did. About well, i mean and that's we a like anyway but that, we uh, haven't talked we haven't talked <laughs> at all about the fact that donald trump and trump's lawyers actually were helping his own spoiler which was kanye west like that was oh supposed God, to be that hysterical. was supposed to be the he third got like party what sixty thousand votes or something right like and he conceded the election before Trump and uh, I'm not I'm not like a huge SNL fan I love the uh, Weekend Update because it's like you know newsy jokes SNL is definitely not what it used to be right but like on on the Weekend Update they're like do you know how much you've got to fuck up so that Kanye is the one that's more in touch with reality than you are and I was like that's very true very true, very true. yeah. But, um, I think SNL produces their show not to be watched and liked as a whole, but if they get a couple of good skits that go go popular on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's clearly like, how it works now. Like, yeah, that's how it works now. Because, like, I don't know if you saw it, but the day they announced the win, Dave Chappelle hosted, and he had a pretty solid monologue. He did. He did. I watched that, too. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty funny. Um, you know, he's it's Dave Chappelle. He's got a shtick or whatever. But, I, I you know, I grew up watching him do stand-up and shit, so I like him. Um, but and that's all you see from that episode is if you Google Dave Chappelle and Alice's monologue, and yeah. then they get yeah. all that advertising revenue because it's on their YouTube account. Like that, the the the, the one that airs on cable is the commercial for the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we um, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, uh, with Kanye, like we were talking about third party candidates, and when you look at them and actually like sit down and drill down, and like like um, Joe Jorgensen or how I believe that's how you say her name. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just don't keep her name in my head um like everybody's like yeah she's libertarian it's like but she was gonna like turn over all of the school systems to the states eliminating the um department of education and like, yeah, uh, yeah, hey was- justin i grew up in west virginia and i also live in colorado which is notable for this being an issue the states don't have money for schools how's that supposed right. to work also would you like georgia in charge of educating your kid without <laughs> any checks and balances <laughs> i mean come no. on now people like we're still we're still with with a function i mean okay i'm, I'm gonna do air quotes on functioning with betty betty devos and 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 there's the sec, uh, education secretary. She's she's on her way out, thank God. But even with a federal uh, education, federal bureau of education, Georgia is still like maybe God just created everything, and we should teach kids that. Hey, teacher, what about Adams? Those aren't real. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it's like God damn. Um, yeah. So the the MAGA crowd has not taken this well. Um, 
they are planning massive protests. It's not going to happen. Um, they talk a lot of game. Like the thing that I would like to say about the protest and it's will come up. It hasn't been, the point hasn't been made by any of like the mainstream talkers yet, but it will be made by the mainstream talkers is that in 2016, there were massive protests after Donald Trump won. And what you need to, what everybody listening to this, the dozen, some people listen to this, Shay is remember and tell your friends that there were massive protests against Donald Trump, not against the, the legitimacy of the, the election. Yeah, the fact yeah. that he won but was a piece of shit. The Million Women March I, was not that that we counted the votes wrong in Pennsylvania. It was that Donald Trump was a was a bad person, and you know they didn't they didn't you know put on their boogaloo uh, Hawaiian shirt and a flak jacket that doesn't fit them and stand in front of a fucking Pennsylvania um, voting center banging on the windows saying stop or start or vote backwards uh, opposite day like just a bunch of dumb shit that they don't know what they're talking about. Um, no, they they protested Donald Trump, and um, and now I know a lot. The first thing someone's going to say when you say that is, well, the Russia investigation was just uh, uh, the Democrats trying to protest the election and reverse the results of the election. But I will say that there was a big old investigation about that, and from my understanding, they found a lot of shady shit going on. Uh, if I remember correctly, Shay, there was 101 different contacts between the Donald Trump campaign and the Russian actors and or Russian, uh, the Russian government itself. Uh, the Mueller report decided that those interactions walked up to, but did not cross the line of a criminal conspiracy. Um, your all caps uncle on Facebook is going to use the word collusion, not a legal term. Tell him to suck it. Um, and there were over 10 instances of obstruction of justice that the uh, democratically controlled house uh, just tripped over its dick and didn't uh, bring forward. Yeah. So, uh, well, to be fair, they knew there was nothing going to happen because of the Senate. But um, I. Uh, yeah, but and it's just it's it's, a, it's that's a big false equivalency right there, because I mean, they had uh, to wait until they had him on tape going, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. So. Um, have you seen the change.org petition that is calling for uh, the entire election to be either redone and revoted? I'm sorry. I believe they asked for the entire election to be either recount or redone. What? Yeah. So there's a change.org petition that is requiring that the election be redone or revoted. Uh, it has full. Oh, this is a different one. There's several of them. There's one that's like 4 million votes. Ah, oh, shit, I fucked up. This is a different one. This one even looks stupider than the first one. But, okay, so I guess now there's at least two. Um, Change.org petitions for the recount. And I think this is it. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so right now we have 2.3 million uh, signatures out of a, um, a goal of 3 million, which is uh, about... A million and a half less than Donald. I'm sorry, Donald Trump lost the election by. So I don't know where they get that number, but whatever. Um, yeah, in the most recent election, we have witnessed the greatest injustice to to the American voter. Our aim is to have the entire election recounted or revoted. Revoted spelled wrong, and <laughs> um, revoted with better Overwatch. That's not how you use that word. Of how votes the are. The word they were looking for was oversight. Exactly. Um, the voters of the United States of America are tired 
uh, of the misrepresentation that the media gives to the election. That's that's not how that sentence should be structured. Uh, we do feel that we do feel there shall be a p. There's two spaces between B and A. This is, I mean, I can't spell for shit, and this is just fucked. Uh, we do feel there should be a peaceful resolution to the most recent election. We feel certain states have acted unconstitutionally in lack of in the lack of transparency as to where votes have come from and how they have been processed. God, that's clunky. We also ask that no media outlet be able to report the votes cast for one candidate or the other until such time that one oh, fuck that off one hundred percent of the vote has been received and counted and verified. We ask this mandated to all. Then they're just going to complain it's too secretive. Right, 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 right. Well, but also they're addressing that this 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 petition is to the uh, Supreme Court of the United States. Um, that's not how any of this works. No. Um, you don't. You just can't. Can't. You don't get to email John Roberts and be like, "Hey, put this on the docket." Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, <coughs> I, you know what? They're, the Supreme Court is looking at a. Uh, they're, they're hearing on Obamacare tomorrow, right? I haven't paid attention. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And what I really hope happens, what I really, ho- and I honestly expect it, because I'm sure the people in the Supreme, <coughs> excuse me, say what you will about the people in the Supreme Court, they're all pretty smart uh, people, and they probably, uh, my, my, I would hope that they're going to say like, well. Like whatever the lady they just appointed was, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, uh, well, Amy Coney Barrett. That's it, Amy Coney Barrett. Well, I'm already appointed, and it looks like this dude's lost the election, and I can't strike down a law that takes away the health coverage of 21 million people. So we're going to uphold it because every other court has. We're going to get weird with it. Yeah, and that that would be. A, I'm going to pay attention to that tomorrow because that would be a very sweet, sweet. Uh, cherry on top of the Sunday if he loses the election and then the, one of the, the key things he campaigned on gets turned down by a Supreme Court that he appointed two justices to. Uh, three. Or three, excuse me. Yeah, he oh, got two. Just... Brett Kavanaugh and Amy. Um, Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. Now, the other thing to think about, Shay, is that I, it, I don't think this is going to come into effect. A lot of the wonks were talking about this. But three of the justices, Kav, um, Roberts, Kavanaugh, and Amy Comey Barrett, Coney. It's Coney. It's not Comey. Coney. I'm probably going to fuck that up. That's fine. I've yeah. heard a lot of other podcasts with a lot more production value than this one do the same thing. So you're yeah. good, buddy. Um, I, just, I just refuse to call her yeah. ABC. That's, no, <laughs> no, you're not doing that. I, I hate the AOC thing, too, honestly. I'm like, not a fan either. I hate it. It's, it's stupid. I mean, I get it. It's, also, a, it it's a branding thing. I understand that. Yeah. But, but I, 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 still I, also I also get kind of antsy when people say, oh, yeah, this app on my phone. I was like, you mean application? Like, oh, whatever. Um, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, but three of them, uh, Roberts, um, Kavanaugh, and Barrett, were part of the legal team that argued on behalf of George uh, W. Bush for the 2000 election, Bush v. Gore. So if you follow them, like you said, they were smart people, and I believe they are smart people. They've gotten through some of the best law schools in the country, but what they also are are political hacks. Yeah. Because um, Justice Roberts has become kind of the the swing vote now because he's realized that like if he becomes as, I guess, um, swing uh, radicals as – everybody would like him to be, I guess conservatives would like him yeah. to be the court would be something that he does. Like he doesn't want that to be his legacy. Yeah. I think he's, he's just realized like, no, I, I, I am. I'll say this right now. I know a lot of people worried about this, but I'm, I'm honestly not as worried 
about the Supreme Court just saying, okay, Donald Trump won. Like, I don't think that's yeah, going to happen because yeah. there's got to be some real good evidence of that, and it's just not. We don't I, have it. That's not going to – yeah, it's not going to be a thing. S- Sam Cedar had a great – in the last couple of days, Sam Cedar's talked about this a lot. And, yes, um, uh, A.G. Barr has just uh, you know given everybody the go-ahead to investigate, um, you know, all the substantial allegations, but those substantial allegations fall apart within minutes of actually being looked yeah. at. Like one of the, one of the um, lawsuits you talked, uh, that we didn't talk about it, but you kind of we kind of said there were lawsuits. But one of them in uh, Pennsylvania was they said, "Hey, we weren't allowed to see all the ballots," and the judge was like, "Were there observers in the room?" And he goes, "Well, there was a non-zero number of observers." Oh, in that's the room. right. He said, "Yeah." And she was like, she was "And like, what so he meant, were, right?" At least I couldn't physically grab the ballot and look at it. Exactly, and that's not, what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, like, there's things. Well, okay, so Roberts, back in the day, said that you really can't do anything to a sitting president, um, meaning Reagan and Bush. Mm-hmm. But then when Clinton was in, in well, Clinton was in, he was like, hey, we, we could do stuff to a sitting president. It's cool. Yeah. You know? And um, uh, Kavanaugh, his thing was um, – during Bush v. Gore was, hey, we can't call this until every single military ballot that was shipped uh, by a postmark of Election Day gets here and gets counted. Now, just a couple weeks ago, he said, hey, listen, anything that comes in after Election Day, that's null and void now. You know, so they, but they, you know, and, and, and then uh, Barrett's is more, uh, her flip-flops are more um, social issues. Like, she has come out in very, very, um, very many, uh, I wouldn't call them news outlets, but like she's been quoted a lot of times about her, you know, um, gay marriage, abortion, you know, her, her social conservative, you know, bought a few days. She's, she said things on them and then she tries to say she didn't say that and she will vote the other way. So that's fine. You know, that, you know, each have their flip flops, but the fact that they're so egregious and they line up with what's going to happen here in the next couple of months is, is problematic. Um, but I, I'm with you. I don't think it'll get to the Supreme Court because every time the Republican Party says something about voter fraud, they um, they're just like they're just swinging for the fences. I would like to remind everybody about Trump's voter fraud task force. Yes, that it shut down with how many convictions because they couldn't find any voter fraud because all the states told the Trump administration to go fuck them. Well, not all of them, but a good chunk of states told the Trump administration to fuck themselves and wouldn't give over their voter data, which I would say is great because that is a huge example of federal overreach in my opinion if you're gonna right you know, yes and, I, and, I and justin conservatives are for small government so they shouldn't want the federal government involving themselves in local election uh, state level elections processes very they? true and the um democratic uh, secretary mm. of states that were on that 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 were consulted about that commission um uh, what was his name was it was it kemp what was that guy's name but uh, whoever was in charge of that, he uh, was indicted for violating everybody's rights in Kansas for some reason. Um, but they um, in in the committee, he was like, "Listen, I have allegations of tens and thousands of instances of voter fraud." And uh, one Democrat there was like, "An allegation is not evidence." Yeah, like you you gotta bring me. Yeah, I don't give a shit if you have a list of ten thousand people that say they saw voter fraud until. Um, until you bring me uh, some evidence that that happened in my state, you can fuck off. And um, it was like, well, I don't know about that. And, it, and then it just went away because nothing ever happened after that. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories here. I'm just trying to find out what this fucker's name is. I think it's Kemp. 
Kobach. Oh, uh, okay. I know I was gonna fuck that up. Chris Kobach. Chris Kobach. Yeah, he 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 he's not he's not a smart guy. Um, but yeah, so that that's how that works. Um, I mean, I lost my place. This is the podcast where we have a great uh, outline, and it does not matter. Uh, okay, speaking of, have you paid attention to Trump's Twitter? Speaking of uh, voter I, I'm going to say this. I do not have a Twitter. Um, I have one mainly just I, to make fun of Donald I, Trump. Yeah, I, I make it a point not to, I, well, let me rephrase that. I have one, but I set it up and then uh, never did anything with it. Okay, well, uh, on um, the day after the election, um, day after election, so on Wednesday, Donald Trump tweeted out, we have claimed for electoral purposes. Oh, I saw the Commonwealth that. Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Well, see, that's the thing. You don't need a Twitter to see that shit because it gets filtered down. Right, but one of the things that's fun. I hereby that... claim. Is what he no, said. No, it says we have claimed. Oh, I'm we have claimed. At the tweet He's, right now. There's, there's. Oh man, it's so good. Okay, we have claimed for electoral purposes the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which won't allow legal observers. That's in parentheses. The state of Georgia and the state of North Carolina, each of which has a big Trump lead. Additionally, we hereby claim the state of Michigan, if in fact. Uh, some of the um, oh shit, hold on. Okay. Oh, see, and the problem here is this is one of the reasons I want to bring this up. Um, you have to click on the tweet because Twitter puts a warning. It says some, some, or all of this content shared in this tweet. It, hey, can we just quickly disputed. mention that when he's no longer president, he loses his protections, and when he gets banned nope. from Twitter, it's going to be amazing. Um, and I just want to point this out. Let's get this clear, Justin. So what we have here. Is the president of the United States the world's largest? Well, let, me, let me finish this for one, one second. I'm so mad. So it said, uh, we claim the state of Michigan if, in fact, there was a large number of secretly dumped ballots as had been widely reported. That is not true. There you go. And, and Twitter says it's not true. Yeah. So what you have there is the president of the United States, ideally the most successful democracy on the planet, the champion of democracy, um, you know, uh, a, a world leader, and and, and 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 I'm speaking ideally here, an example of how democracy should operate. And you have the leader of that country just claiming states that he votes. hadn't, that the votes hadn't been counted yet. And right. you're going to tell me, and I'm talking to conservatives or Republicans, are going to call them these fucking MAGA fucks. Uh, I like that MAGA fucks. These MAGA fucks are going to tell me that the democrats are the ones trying to steal the election mm -hmm. like yes. really like are you saying the cognitive dissonance in order to, to to for that all to make sense to me i'm pretty sure if i think about it long enough it will lower my iq like jesus fucking christ you fucking mouth breathers well and the problem i have with that is I mean, like like we talked about before, saying, imagine if Obama had done this. Yeah. It gets old. It's a tired trope. I, and but, I hate it, but it's such a good example. But the fact that the He wore a tan suit and they freaked out for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, the fact that the hypocrisy of the um, the, the, the MAGA fucks is without with, – which is without end – is continually surprising. It really does. It, it it's one of those things that'll just smack you in the face every now and then. You're like, "Well, I didn't see you that said, one coming." Wait, what? You said what? Yeah, just now. Like, yeah. okay, was... and and like and because it's election and everything. Like, I you know he like I you know in my opinion, Trump saying he claims the electoral votes of a state is a direct interference with the election. Like mm -hmm. the fact that that just shoots by, and nobody does anything or really says anything like well people said stuff they just made fun of him um 
But I, I think at that point, the reason it didn't stick, there's too much going on. And also, by that point, it was getting pretty obvious he wasn't going to win, so people are starting to look at him as a joke, which... Right. Well, you even said Fox News and everybody's starting to cut away from his, his, yeah, yeah, his yeah, press no. conferences and stuff. Um, the one that happened today was pretty hard. It was uh, uh, McKaylee McEnany, I believe I got her name Is right. Is that the new press secretary? Well, that's his press secretary. Or his press one. secretary, yeah. yeah the, uh, but she somehow is the press secretary and works on the campaign. Yeah. So she went out and said, um, and I'm paraphrasing here. I don't want to. This was on Fox News, but she said uh, the election is not over because the Democratic Party has allowed for a um, an environment that encourages fraud and encourages cheating. And we want the vote to be counted correctly. And with, you know, da 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 da, but the Democrats don't. They want your vote to be stolen from you. Like, just all this really weird, like, really left handed, you know, phrasing. Um, and uh, Neil Cavuto was the host of, like, like he was like, all right, all right. And they cut back to Neil. He's like, listen, that is some really serious accusations. If she's not going to give you any, give us any backup for that, then we can't let her just say that on our air. And then he just went about like another story, like he switched stories. He's like, "Yeah, we can't do that." So that's that's become a more prevalent. Cavuto thing. said they would return to the press conference if they presented <laughs> yeah. evidence to substantiate the claims. Um, yeah. When your personal, well, not personal, what well, is personal kind of, but when your propaganda network is doing that, like that's not a good sign. Like that, I mean, I mean, no. okay, let me rephrase it. That's a great sign for me, for you. Yeah, it's. But the question is, how much how much uh, doubt can they sow in the next two months? Or like... well, the problem the problem the answer to your question is a lot because it's already there because the people that my conservative friends and fraternity brothers, um, I mean, I, I, if you're listening to this podcast, I have to imagine you're more on the uh, you know the left and yeah, no liberal shit. side than anything else. You're right. Um, We're gonna find out one day that one of Trump's lead strategists listens to this God. or some shit. Fucking uh, lunts, whatever the the the. Stephen oh, Miller, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, God, fascist, racist bastard. Um, but uh, the thing is, is that, like, if you're, you know, if you're listening to this, you're probably pretty far left. And that's fine. But my conservative, fr- I have, I, I wanted to say this. I have never, I have, I have only blocked one person on Facebook. And I just recently unblocked him because I got drunk and felt bad about it. But I blocked him for like a year because he he accused me of openly supporting a pedophile that nobody knew was a pedophile. You know, it's one of those things like after the fact we found out like a guy that we helped out was a pedophile, and then you know it's like oh fuck that. You know, he's like they accused us of like no one, and I was like so I blocked him. But I got drunk and unblocked him because I felt bad because I felt like uh, you know. And there's only one person on Facebook that's blocked me. And that's because he's a hardcore Christian, and after one of the knife attacks in London, he said, uh, okay, I just gotta say it, we should kill all the Muslims, we don't need them. And I had a drink in my hand at like 2 in the morning, I said, oh, how Christian of you. <laughs> blocked. <laughs> how so Christian like, of you. Yeah, and so like, we are, you know, I'm not afraid to say I'm partisan, but I'm also not afraid to sit down and talk to anybody who's, you know, a conservative about this stuff, and I have a lot of conservative friends on Facebook and in real life and everything. And I am very uh, concerned with the fact that the misinformation that you were just talking about has been sowed. Like, I know of three or four people that have said, like, well, I guess we're going to have to deal with a Biden election, but I'm not going to accept it till the recounts. Like, they're not just going to Well, I mean, to be fair, that's always, like, whether or not a person 
like on a personal private citizen level air quotes accepts an election means absolutely nothing like let's oh, right, be clear right. like That's, i mean unless exactly you right. get like a million of these guys to organize and arm themselves and storm the White House or whatever, like that, you know, obviously that extreme hyperbolic problematic, problematic. That, that if that happens, that's problematic. But I do have to say I'm tired of people saying like, well, I don't accept the election results. I'm like, all right, well, I'm pretty sure the Federal Election Commission doesn't give a dick about what you accept. So right. go fuck yourself. I, um, I think you're I think you're exactly right. And, and, and people say me. that with 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 an amount of weight that I just find hilarious. Like I never said. Trump's not my president because that's fucking no, stupid. No. Or I might have, but in a you know, but like realistically, yeah, he's my president. I just I just don't like the motherfucker, you know. But that's right. like what is that Mark Twain quote? Uh, Mark Twain quote of a patriot supports his country always and his government when it deserves it. Yeah, like. Well, and, and the the thing that irks me is that there's just like oh shit, Shay doesn't support the election. Call the whole thing off. Right, you right. know, fuck. Right. Two white dudes on a podcast yeah. have some have some questions. <laughs> Call it off. Yeah, um, we're going back to like, Obama. Yeah, like one of the things one of the things that cracked me up was like is that they just they seem to enjoy putting that in there. They're like, yeah, I mean, I think everybody should have to have voter ID because so you know who votes and mail in ballots. Like they should stop doing that because that's nothing but voter fraud. Like whoa 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 whoa. Like citation needed, motherfucker, on both of those things. Like. That, that that always touches on something that makes me mad. Like, my thing is, is like, dude, if you want everyone to have an ID, that's fine. Then you need to provide one for every person in the United States for free. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, like, I don't have a problem with that, but give everyone an ID. Well, I, I, our, our, but if our it's not going to be free, me. then you don't get to do that. Yeah. Well, see, uh, our, uh buddy Jay, um, the, did the, the purple report with us for a while. He um he and I were going back and forth on that once on once on Facebook and like he, he said oh god I forget the I forget which state but somebody had like issued a new ID law and I was like yeah that sucks they shouldn't do that and he was like well what would make it okay in your book he's like I was like oh, they don't do it and because every voter ID law is nothing more than one small hurdle between you and your vote and then once they can put that hurdle in they'll put a next one in, in between that and you know they just keep going and he was like what if they gave everybody a free ID it's like okay. I'm going to be very clear here, and you're not going to like it. I was like, if you're going to pass a voter ID law, I want the party who passes it to fund a fleet of vans to go to everybody's house and ask them if they have proper ID. If they don't, they go back to the van, and in the van, they'll have one of those little ID printers that yeah. they have at the DMV, and they will print them out a goddamn ID right there. They'll take snap uh, a picture, doesn't print need to be a fucking driver's license, man. It just needs to be your like a specific voter ID. Right. Like, and he was like, and and Jay was like, man, that that's a lot of work. I was like, cool, then let's just not do the voter ID law thing. Yeah. You know? and, and and I understand that I was being hyperbolic, and he got I was being hyperbolic, and he he, he was like, yeah, you're being a dick. I was like, yeah, kind of, but not really. Like, you know, if you're gonna do this and give everybody ID, show up at their fucking house, because like, what if the they can't drive? What if they're uh, not mobile? You know, there's a lot of reasons that these little hurdles. You motherfucker! People. The government can process everyone in this country's tax returns. You can process and get everybody an ID. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you. I got a social so, security number. Just send every. Yeah, mm, yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. So we can do that. Um. So, all right. So there are a lot of accusations of fraud, but nothing happening. Um. I need to go get some more beer. I was gonna, you know, take a quick pause for the cause, and then uh, we need to discuss your favorite jolly motherfucker, Lou Dobbs, and how he stepped into a hornet's nest this week. Oh man, you, he said something. Heard? He said something I actually agree with. The other. No wait. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking of Lindsey Graham, but it was anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, we got to talk about Lou Dobbs. I'll be right back. Megatron must be stopped. 
no matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the power. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're back. Shay's made a drink. I got some more beer. All of our dogs have done zoomies and or uh, walked around oh, and made noise. Oh, my dog is still currently doing zoomies in the backyard. Yeah. Well, okay, so I, I teased you some shit about um, Lou Dobbs Shay, and I can play you this or I can read it to you. I don't think you want to hear it. I don't. It's, a, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, weird. Um, is it Dobbs, as weird as that uh, evangelical guy laughing real hard when they announced that Biden had won? What's that guy's name? No. Uh, oh, God. Um, that's the guy. The guy, you can probably Google that for me. Yeah, he's got, um, uh, he fully flies, he flies private jets. He tells his congregation he flies private jets because there's demons on public airways. So that's why they well, have to, to, to fly private jets. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he's the one um, that, yeah, he was confronted by a um, uh, journalist and she says, you know, why do you have this private jet? And he says, listen, it's a, it's Kenneth a Copeland. Tool. Kenneth Copeland, thank you. Yeah, he's old as dirt. Google that guy. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. And he said that the uh, uh, Joe Biden won the election, and they laughed manically. Um, I kind of expected that to slide into a cry, but it never did. Um, but Lou Dobbs uh, on – oh, God, when was this? So this would have been Thursday. Lou Dobbs on Thursday – uh, basically was talking to one of, um, I don't know, some dickhead that he had on a show and was saying that Philly is a cesspool as far as the Electoral College goes. Um, here's the quote. Phil- Philadelphia looks like a cesspool electorally, uh, Dobson said on a show. Why in the world wouldn't, wouldn't the Republicans surround that thing? Oh, that's right. If you will. If you will, you know, at least apply a little, what would you call it? Pressure. Some sort of scent. Yeah. No, he said scent. Scent? Kind of like he wanted to rub. Yes, scent. S-C-E-N-T. Like you were going to rub your, you know, rub your musk on them or something. Uh, so I don't I don't want to hear him say that sentence, so I just read it to you. Um, the people of Philadelphia have responded in what I think is the most fantastic way is to explain to Lou Dobbs how he can fuck around and find out. <laughs> um, yeah. These people uh, threw batteries at Santa Claus. And yes, then, I have that story. Yeah. I was gonna, and, yeah. then, and then did you, do you remember when there was that robot with a GPS tracker that was traveling over the world? It was in the America Hitchbot. week. And, Hitchbot. Hitchbot. It went to Philly and got fucked up and like destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so one of the things Philly is a fun ass town do, just for the record. I fucking love Philly. Oh yeah. But apparently Philly, uh, at a, an event with Santa, Philly fans threw uh, batteries at Santa. Um, there was an instance of a thing called Hitchbot, which was a, uh, I don't know, like a small trash can-shaped uh, um, robot that had hitched its way across, you know, inside of it. And by robot, we're not talking something fancy. Like, it couldn't move on its own. It just had, like, a yeah. scroll. It had a face on it with a, 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 um, what's the word? a marquee display that was like, hey, take and- me as far as you can and it was relying it made it all over europe with no problem but when it got to the u.s it was in the u.s like two weeks or something made it to philadelphia and then got destroyed it was beaten to death and beheaded uh yes. the minute it le- it landed in philadelphia yes. they threw philadelphia through batteries at santa 
Um, and then there was a series of tweets responding to Lou Dobbs that were absolutely hilarious. Um, I'm just going to read off a couple of them that, that really were great. Um, I would not fight the sweet, the sweetest school teacher in Philadelphia. I would not scrap with those people. Uh, they do like six hours of MMA at night and then we'll throw you into a lit dumpster if you fuck with them. Um, here's a guy legend at my hospital, old lady brought in for, um, for some medications, metal detector kept going off, found a 38 in her wig. Um, now these are all just stories about people like, uh, Hey, uh, they booed my baby girl, uh, in Philadelphia for wearing Mets gear. I'm not talking about my girlfriend, like I'm talking a baby, about my eight, right? I'm talking about my eight year old daughter, the whole damn city booed my eight year old daughter. Um, don't fuck with Philly. Uh, this one was great. Uh, you know, the, uh, Philly Flyers, uh, mascot gritty, that fucking yeah. insane looking Muppet. Uh-huh. This is gritty. Oh, yeah. Live Dobbs. Don't try it. Um, there's a video of, of uh, Gritty in the um, Rage Room just bashing shit with a, with a bat, and it says, Philly, Philly fans do this for fun, don't come here. Um, now, this is, this is one that I thought was fun. It says, somebody tell Dobbs that 90% of the people that live in Philly have relatives in South Jersey that are ready to cut loose. You cannot surround our squad. Uh, and, and then this was a good one. Um, one of the, one of these guys is going to come to Philly and order a sub in quotation marks instead of a hoagie at Wawa and catch a, catch a fist to the face. <laughs> That's a good one. And and then of course they, somebody posted the, 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 uh, um, video, or I'm sorry, the story of Hitchbot who, uh, made it all across Canada and Europe and went into Philadelphia for two hours and was beaten to death and beheaded. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Lou Dobbs, fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. That's a fun one. Now, the other thing that is fun to talk to or talk about is that the MAGA hats are fleeing Facebook for Parler. Have you noticed this? Uh, I, it's the free speech social media. Or whatever. I am so tempted to make an account. Well, first of all. I'm going to make an account. I got, I'm going to well, do some undercover work. You know, you've got to send them a copy of your driver's license. What? Yeah. So to sign up for an account, no, you have to send that. No. You have to take a picture of the that front back has of your to... No. So they have yep. my physical street address. That's yeah, sketchy so... as fuck. I I I trust you. You're the smart one. But like, are you sure? That's fucking insane. I was gonna. These I was are the, gonna do it are too. These, wait. Now hold on. Hold on. Let me get this straight. I bet. Uh, now what I want to see is the is in the Venn diagram of the people who. Won't register their gun because when the the first step is registration and Very the second good. step Very is good. confiscation, Very good. Very are the good. same people sending pictures of their driver's license to this fucking website? Are you serious right yep. now? Yep, 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 yep. yep are you yep. fucking with me? That is insane. No. I was gonna do it too, and uh, and so what? were a couple of so were a couple other of our buddies. I was like, oh, I'm, like I was I'm gonna because you said that. I was like, oh, I'm all about that. Let's go. You know, let's let's fuck yeah. And um, I was going to see if I could get that one guy to block me on two platforms. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, and, and a couple of uh, my friends were going to do it, too. And uh, then, like, they were like, uh, you know, you got to send them a picture of your driver's license. I was like, what? And we haven't even talked about, like, facial recognition software That's and all insane. that stuff. Yeah. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Parler. Or have not seen. All a... right, that's got to. All right, I'm on board with Trump now. That's a deep state conspiracy to get my picture so they can put me into the facial recognition system. Oh, I'm sure it is. But okay, so Parler is, as Jay said, is the free speech alternative to Twitter. Um, 
A, a shorthand for it is that's where all of the soft and not so soft Nazis end up when they're kicked off of Twitter. Yeah, and um, and it's the free speech. It's basically twi- it's basically Twitter and or Facebook with hate speech and way more misinformation. So like if you're not a fan of the echo chamber that is your friends group on on uh, Facebook, you should go to Parlor. Um, uh, fun fact: it was supposed to be called Parlay. But everybody thought that was too European, so they called it Parlor. They refused to call it Parlay, so they actually changed the name of the app because these fucking mongoloids. Um, uh, it is oh, here. Let me let me read. Let me read the uh, just. This is just the uh, Wikipedia entry for it. Is a uh, pretty spot on um, because of who all ends up on this platform. Um, uh, I don't know how many of these names you know, Shay. Um, I know all of them because I, I hang out in the really shitty parts of the internet. Um, Carpe Donctum, the quote-unquote yeah. mean smith. Of, Holy, the, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to interrupt. I just Google. Do you legit have to verify? That's insane. Real user verified. You have to send a picture of your photo ID. Mm-hmm. And a selfie. Yeah, yeah, to confirm. Jesus Christ, that's fucking so, creepy. So here, here's Parler's blurb on, on uh, here's Parler's blurb on um, uh, Wikipedia. Uh, Parler's United States-based microblogging and social uh, networking service launched in 2018. Parler has a significant user base of Trump supporters, conservatives, and Saudi nationalists. That's not a problem. Uh, posts on the website often contain far-right content, anti-Semitism, and conspiracy theories. The site has been described as an alternate to Twitter and popular among people who have been banned from mainstream social networks or uh, oppose their moderation policies. So soft Nazis. Um, if you get kicked off of Twitter and Facebook for um, you know hate speech and or overt racism, then you are uh, going to get kicked off, and that's where you land. So like I was saying, people like Carpe Donctum, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, Proud Boys creator Gavin McGinnis, Laura Loomer, Candace Owens, Katie Hopkins, uh, and Alex fucking Jones yeah. is on Parlor. So, um, one of the things I always like to bring up when I have to say Laura Loomer's name out loud, uh, she was a congressional candidate in Florida's 22nd district, I'm, I believe. Um, she just got her tank kicked in. Um, uh, rate, um, but she's also a virulent, uh, um, just anti-Semitic and anti-Muslim and she once tweeted out, she's banned from Lyft and Uber for um, anti-Islamophobic uh, tweets. And this one was really good. And this, I mean, I mean good in a way that it made me laugh. Um, she once tweeted out that she was 30 minutes late for, well, here we go. Uh, someone needs to create, someone needs to create a non-Islamic form of Uber and Lyft because I never want to support another Islamic immigrant driver. Jesus fucking Christ. Like she just tweeted that out. And then, uh, oh man, she had another one where she said, I'm 30 minutes late here. Okay. Here's I'm 30 minutes late for the New York times uh, press conference because I couldn't find a Lyft or Uber driver that wasn't Muslim. And the first response to that tweet was, I thought the best tweet I've ever read. And it said, imagine telling your boss that you were late doing the job you're supposed to do because you were that fucking racist, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, and that's the kind of people that land on there. And there's been there's a, there's this apparently this weird push 
for in the last couple of days for everybody who feels that they are being censored on Facebook to go to Parlor where they're not going to be censored. But there's a couple of things here. One, I can't get anybody to tell me what they're being censored for. Do you know like, anyone personally that has had to move over? Uh, not had, but is doing. Okay, it. so now here's right. my thing. I imagine when a lot of people say censored, it that uh, there there's going to be some segment of people that say that that what that really means is. I've been an insufferable prick for the last four years, and my guy lost, and now all my friends are giving me the shit I deserve, and I don't like oh, it. Oh, yes, yes, like, yes. I prefer this echo chamber. It's a very much I can dish it out, but I can't take it, because, like, right. let's be clear, like, almost all of my ribbing and talking shit is in good fun, unless you're just, like, actually a racist piece of shit. Like, um, that, I, I see a lot, I, I have seen a few people say, like, well, I'm moving over to Parlor because... I'm, I don't. I'm tired of. Basically, they're tired of all the fucking posts on Facebook where Biden uh, voters are like, "Fuck yeah, we won!" Right. Well, and that's the thing. And and one of my friends on Facebook, he he posted like, "Hey, you can I follow me." I can't believe on... you have to send a picture of your ID. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. get over that. I you, I you thought I was fucking with you there, didn't you? No, I'm. Well, no, it's just that's so crazy. Well, and the the one friend I saw, he posted he his his post was something on the lines of like, "Hey everybody, follow me on everybody follow me at Parlor," and then gave his Parlor handle that he'd just made or whatever. Yeah. He's like, "For unbiased social media," and I like, and then then like I started fucking with him about. It. I was like, "Come on, buddy, that's where Nazis go," and he was like, "Whatever," and I gave him that list of people. I was like, you know, and he and his response was, uh, "I like Laura Loomer and Candace Owen." Yeah, that sounds like, about God. right. So. uh the way they phrase it is that you you know you submit your ID, they confirm you're a real person, and it says having a badge is a way to tell others in the community you're a real person behind the username, which also means more no more Russian bot interference from the Democrat democratic camp of sore losers. Where did that? Where did where that? Uh, this is a th- this is a third party article about Parlor. It's it's some uh, oh. it's a it's a it's a uh, it's what I've seen it before, Gadgetism. It's kind of a conservative tech blog, I guess, is the way I'd say I it. Guess. Yeah. I was going to say, because I don't think there's anybody who believes that the Russian bot farms have been working for the Democratic Party in the last you know, no, four years. No. So, yeah, that's just willful. But that's the first thing that came up when I Googled the, the, the picture. That's insane. Right. Well, and the, and the, but the thing is, is like, I, I saw a um, an article. Basically, what I saw is I saw a graph, and the graph links to a. The graph comes from a Media Matters study that was done. When was this published? Ten twenty eight was published um, at the end of October um, about the engagement of left leaning versus right leaning. Um, I don't say information posts. I don't know what do you want to call it. You know, posts on social media. There yeah. you go. It's a post. You put it up there. I don't give a shit if it's right or wrong. Um, and it turns out that the. Um, the liberal leaning posts are, you know, three. Well, shit. There's a comment here I wasn't expecting. 3.5 billion engagements since January 1st, 2020. Um, whereas the conservatives have gotten 6.01 billion. You know, so almost twice. You know, a little bit, a little bit less than twice the amount of engagement. And then the non-ideologically uh, aligned, you know, pages or, or things were right in the middle with like 2.3. Like, Mark. Mark Zuckerberg is not 
trying to run a liberal or conservative thing. He's trying to run as much traffic through that site as he fucking to can make to make money. as much money as he possibly yeah. can. Like, that's all it is. So this, this idea that you're being... Um, that you're being censored on Facebook, which again, nobody can tell me what they were censored for or about. Like what post did you make that was censored? Here's my thing, man. And I'll throw this out there. You got to say some pretty fucked up shit on social media to get kicked off of it. Like I, you know, full disclosure, like I I do, I do fuck with my friends. Like if, uh, our buddy John that comes on the podcast, if, 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 uh, if his, uh, wife ever takes a picture of him shirtless, like in a pool, I, uh, flag it for, uh, explicit sexual content just to fuck with them that is but, fantastic uh, that's just me being a dick yeah that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean seriously like right. i mean like i you know i say a lot of lo- of course none of it ever gets removed oh no, like, like yeah dick, yeah right? but I, I say a lot of dumb shit and offensive shit and make fun of a lot of people and i'm generally a prick on social media sometimes it's kind of what it's there for you have a couple beers and you're in a bad mood and you take it out on people on the internet um I have never been banned from anything. So, like, I mean, you just you just got to be a really shitty person to get banned from social media because these well, people aren't in the business of keeping people from using their platform. You're exactly right. And the people that I listed off that are banned, um, Car- Carpe Donctum is probably the most innocuous. He's a dick. He's a conservative mean smith. He calls himself yeah, um, that's the his best word, yeah. in the world. Yeah. Calls himself a mean smith. He got banned for copyright infringements because he kept making videos that used, I believe, CNN's footage without um, credit or edit. Um, the other people I named, uh, Katie Hopkins, she's a far-right uh, anti-Muslim activist in the UK. She has called for a final solution to the immigrant problem in London. Hey man, that's, there's uh, that's not, there's some, that's there's not some, coded language that's, at all. That's, there's, there, I'm gonna throw this out there, Justin. Now I'm 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 not an expert, but I would say there's some there's some trouble history associated with that phrase. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Laura, you know, I've given you I given you already given you an example of how um, Laura Loomer is a fervent racist. Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, he caught a lot of shit because he said child uh, sex with between grown men and, and children is how he learned uh, as a gay man to enjoy sex. Um, that that was not good. He said that on Joe Rogan's podcast, by the way. Oh, Rogan, um, always crushing it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin McGinnis started the Proud Boys. They're a neo-Nazi uh, group that um, they're, they're going to be problematic moving forward. They might not be as white nationalist as everybody likes to call them because they uh, – you know the current leader is Hispanic, I believe. Um, uh, what are, by, that, are, by, are they the ones that they're Western chauvinists? Is what they say. Yeah, go. Western chauvinists. It, what does that even mean? Well, it means that they are not going to apologize for the um, values and supremacy of the West. So basically, what they're saying is white dudes should get to do what they want to do. Everybody else should shut the fuck up and get out of our way. Now, whenever this is covered. They cover Gavin McGinnis and the Proud Boys as a is more of like a blow by blow of like how they interact with other protesters, not like why are you doing it. Like they'll say we're Western chauvinists and dick shits like uh, Tim Pool will be like, oh cool, so what you do next? And not stop me like wait, what do you mean by Western chauvinists? Like what what are you trying to do with that? You know they they don't drill down on what these these guys mean and what they mean is white men should be able to do what they want. Yeah. Um, 
Alex Jones, he just calls for outright violence on on uh, Democrats and and people he feels don't support conservative causes. And Candace Owens, I I honestly don't think she's been banned off of Twitter and YouTube and things, but she is just real. She's hella dumb, and she is the uh, young, attractive um, African American woman that you can have come on your podcast and or YouTube show and say that black people are the real racists. Like that's her job. And she will say things like the Southern strategy did not happen. The Southern switch did not happen. And Democrats started the KKK and then just ignore that whole, I don't know, signing of the Equal Rights Amendment where all the South switched to Republican because they didn't want to, you know, LBJ said, I just lost the South for a generation. All of that did not happen in Candace Owens' world. So she can go on uh, Dave Rubin's show and go, I think white people are, are less racist than black people. Like, that's just what she does. And she casts her tech. So, hey, good on you. Good luck. I mean, she's making more money than I am, I'm sure. So, Yeah. I can, but but you and I can sleep at that's night. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah, so that's happening. I don't get it. Like, whatever. Enjoy parlor snowflakes. Stay triggered. What the fuck ever. Yeah. Um, all right. Fun stuff. What have you been watching? Uh, honestly, Justin... I have Just been video games. balls deep in The Simpsons. Um, I realized really, yeah, yeah. So here, I, I do that too. I do that too every now and then. You just slide into it, and you're like, "Oh, this is what I'm watching for now." On. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have always watched The Simpsons on cable television. It's right. like you know, it's always on in the background. You're flipping channels, and you're playing a game or whatever, and you're you see The Simpsons, and you just stop on it because it's The Simpsons, and that's how the laws of reality work cable that, that's cable cable on cable you know and i haven't had cable in a number of years and then they added it to disney plus and then i was like oh, okay that's great and then i started watching it and it was all this panic camp bullshit and the old episodes weren't in four by three like they're supposed to be right. so i wrote it off and then they fixed it and then you know recently i just season one episode one play and it is been a hard nostalgia trip like I, I have like it's kind of it, it's it's really weird when you watch them sequentially to realize how like once you get to like season three or four it's just like you you think back and you think okay I remember all these classic episodes they're probably you know okay there's one or two of these episodes in each season no 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 season four is like banger 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 like just classic after classic after classic after classic and it's so good and it's so 90s and it's been a lot of fun uh and it actually kind of sucked me away from watching stuff i've not seen before because now i'm on the quest for simpsons episodes i've never seen which i found a couple mm. of them yeah i, I want to make sense started... there's like 300 and some but right right you know they're on what their 39th season or something something silly like uh that 32 31 they just added 31 to disney plus so i think they're on 32 yeah. so um I, I once got just roasted on at a bar because like people are like what's the what's the show you watch all the time that you probably think you know the most about i was like oh probably the simpsons and then like the the bartender just started peppering us with questions and like uh, my buddy sean hughes just like fucking roasted me because like i knew all the story arcs yeah he knew all the like one-shot characters names and backstories and i don't know how the hell he remember that i i just the last episode i watched is like season eight i think and it's where i want to say rodney dangerfield plays mr burns's son 
and it's yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's so good. Um, it, well, it's and, great. And also, if you're watching that, if you're watching that arc, you see the shift from the Bart centric Calabunga yeah. that we grew up thinking it was to the Homer's really the hero of the show. Um, there's a specific episode. It's the episode uh, where uh, uh, Lisa goes. I mean, that's a meme. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But it's a meme. Like when you're a kid, you like bark. Yeah. When you're a doll, you're like, oh, Homer's, Homer, where it's Homer's where it's at. There's actually a real specific episode in uh, season. I want to say it's the first episode of season eight where uh, they take a, a beach, a two week beach vacation at Flanders Beach House. And Lisa makes a bunch of cool kid friends. And, uh, and she starts, um, she barts off on the distance watching them. And, and, you know, and she says like a cowabunga or um, don't have a cow, man. I can't remember. Icaramba. I think it was Icaramba. And uh, Bart's all pissed off about it. And then Marge specifically says, you haven't used that phrase in four years. It had yeah. been four, I looked it up and it had been four seasons since they had him say Icaramba. So, uh, and it, it, it's really funny to watch the phases that show goes through, especially having watched it for almost my entire life. Right. And, and then we, we, you know, I know, I know some people would call it, you know, the snowflake generation, but like the actual self-awareness that you don't need white men doing bad Indian accents for comedy anymore. Yeah. Like the, the, the removal of a poo or, you know, he's still I, I there, watched, but like, not yeah, really. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it in a while, but like, I mean, that's fine. Like, Hey, real talk. Some uh, of those old Simpsons episodes of Pooh's character, super racist. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Hysterical. But racist. Well, and that's the thing is like when they, I don't want to say this. Like, yeah, the Hollywood in the 1950s was, was racist as shit. And you can't go back in time and be like, hey, you guys are racist as shit. Don't you know that we're going to have a, a black president in 2008? And they'd be like, what are you talking about? You know, you can't you know you can't time travel and judge them like that. But you have to realize like what what you're looking at. But if in real time there's a bunch of white people sitting around a room reading a script, I think it's fine for them to be like, hey, I don't think it's a hundred percent cool for me to do this really shitty Indian accent that's racist because we think it's funny to be racist about this. Why don't we either make the character better, or if we're gonna have somebody do the Indian accent, have an Indian guy come in here and own it or something? Yeah. I don't know. Just, and they made they made those choices, and they're like editing the show accordingly, and I'm fine with it. I, mean, I will I say, having watched, but I also didn't. I also don't have a Biden. I don't plan to have a Biden flag on my truck no. for the next four years. So, yeah. I I will say, having watched seasons one through, I'm almost done with season eight of The Simpsons, like pretty consecutively. Like there's basically because I work from home, there's a couple hours a day where The Simpsons is just playing in the background. Oh, and so yeah. it's a pretty consistent thing. Apu's racism, and I'll use this term maybe begrudgingly, kind of a softer racism kind of thing. Like, it's not it's not bad natured. It's just very stereotyped. Um, but I would say it's more of cultural differences. Yeah, than I mean, it's it's uh, it's not good, but it's not it's not it doesn't come from I don't think it comes from a mean place. It comes from a really low bar comedy place, kind of like a really sexist joke, you know, right, like something right. like that. Like it's the same kind of area like it's it, and because because you there are absolutely like there's the, the road to India episode of 
Family Guy probably has more offensive, technically racist jokes than that than The Simpsons ever did. But Family Guy's so ham-fisted, it's like just an eye roll. It's like, oh, okay, like you know, they get to India, and as soon as they walk out of the airport, it's a t it's a toxic, disgusting, polluted wasteland. And Stewie's first words are, oh, hey, there's a cab with less than nine people in it. Let's get that one. Like, that's pretty fucked up. But people just shrug it off because times are different. I think The Simpsons is such a problem because it's been around for such a long time with that, with that character. That. You know what I mean? Like, it's had the perspective of, like, hey, man, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird for me because I, I, I see why they should change it, and if they want to, they should. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to really have a problem with it, you're really trying to. Well, uh, full disclosure. But I goddamn I love The Simpsons, <clears throat> so I'm not, I'm not unbiased in this. Well, I, I have I have I have a very inverted relationship with The Simpsons and Family Guy, whereas in I will watch The Simpsons all day and feel that there are some some one offs that miss. Yeah. And if I'm watching Family Guy, I could watch it all day and just rarely will it slap. Yeah. Because one, I think, like you said, it's so ham fisted that there's very few episodes for me where Family Guy's ham fisted comedy like tracks it's more of like we talked about before. It's more of like it's just a clip. It's like a clip show that they yeah. animated together, and it, you know, like American Dad, I think is complete fucking garbage and should never have been made. I don't know why they do that at all, but you know, I mean, again, it has its moments, but it's like it's just so cringy. American Dad's so cringy. Oh, I love American uh, Dad. Family Guy's less cringy. Yeah, well, I'm bigger than you, That's so fine. bring it. Um, but yeah, um, no. Simpsons are great. I, I personally have been binging on It's Always Sunny in, Phil in Philadelphia, just like start to finish. I've heard the new and, ones uh, are also really solid, but I haven't seen anything past like season 10 or 11. Well, the, the, the um, I, I don't know which season did what, but in a season, you know, spoiler alert for everybody, it's like a year and a half ago, so f shut up. Um, Mac finally comes out as gay. Yeah, and, like, it, and it, always... I, I've heard that, and I've heard it's, it's hysterical. Yeah, like, there's all this homoerotic parts in the first, like, ten seasons, but it comes out as gay, and I believe it was thir season 13. They just finished season 14. I don't think it's in season 14. I'm not, I can Google this while I talk. But there's, uh, Mac, like, does an actual interpretive, because, you know, he got fat, right? Yes. You're, you've seen the, yes. He got fat, and then he got ripped again, and in this last season, he got, like, real ripped. Like, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a character in a Marvel movie ripped. Yeah. And, um. He uh, his character does a interpretive dance to come to grips with his sexuality and the fact that his family doesn't accept him, and it is actually stunning. Like uh, that, you know, I've read interviews um, uh, that he um, trained for months and he did it with an actual. Um, it was season thirteen, episode ten. Um, he did the dance with an actual, uh, you know, trained, you know classical dancer and of course he's like shirtless and just like ripped like you know some action star and he trained for months and months and and he still didn't think he was good enough and it's just it's amazing and like i read some comments people were like oh great so now we got to deal like uh, they, uh, what was the comment oh i think gay mac isn't as funny as straight mac and the the, the like somebody responded which was something i didn't think about is like well he's only been gay for like a season why don't you let them write out his character as gay but when when he came out, it was the funniest thing because like they were like on a on a cruise ship that was was sinking, and he's like, uh, "Hey guys, I'm gay," and the whole gang's like, "Yeah, no shit, we've been trying to tell you that for like a year." He's like, "Oh, okay, I didn't I didn't know you guys knew." Yeah, 
Yeah. The most racist fucking crew in Philadelphia is like, no, we know you're gay. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Um, no, I've been, I've been pitching that. Did you uh, finish? Um, uh, I'm going to say this wrong if I'm not looking at it. Love, Lovecraft Country. Did you ever finish that? Never up? even started it. Oh, really? Nope. It's really good. Yeah. I was going to, that's one I wanted to watch. So I was going to wait till they uh, had a whole season to flesh out. Um, I've got a friend that, uh, is one of those really like he hates everything that's popular and then only likes things that are like really obscure and niche. And, uh, he says it's, uh, overhyped and uh, a hot mess. So I figure it's pretty solid because he does. Oh, cause, a lot of fun. Cause he doesn't like it. Um, I, I've, I've, I don't know. I've always been into the Cthulhu mythos. So I, I don't know how much that actually weaves into it, but it's there. I'll watch it. There's a lot of, there's fine. a lot of weird uh, demons they summon up. Yeah, um, one of the one of the like you might understand this better. I'll, than, I'll watch um, any kind of like urban fantasy sci-fi show you can throw at me. I mean, I'm I'm like halfway through season fourteen of the fifteen uh, seasons of Supernatural, so I can I can take it. Lame. It's actually quite um, good. You can go fuck yourself. Um, no, it's really good. The, the best way I can explain it, and you probably get this, is it reminds me a lot of, you remember that old school Friday 13th series, the show, where they had like they had a, a, a pawn shop full of cursed items? So, like, there's, oh, like, the, the, um, the Lovecraft Country has this overarching story arc, but there's, like, little monster things throughout it. Like, yeah, no, I, yeah, that, that's... Well, that's my understanding is that a lot of people didn't like how all over the map it was because it wasn't like one big. Yeah, it's a lot of smaller bits and pieces. But it, I mean, like I said, man, I, I, it looks great. Um, fun. All the talent behind it is great, and the whole season, the whole first season's finished, right? Yeah, yeah, they finished. So up. I'll, I'll watch that, the, uh, and then I can finish season one of The Mandalorian and watch the first couple episodes. So you haven't watched any nah, of Mandalorian? I didn't even finish the first season. It's, it's good. I know it's, it's good. more Star Wars. I mean, it's um. The other thing, have you caught, um, so like the other things I'm just randomly working through, Doom Patrol is solid, oh, but weird. I love it. It's so weird sometimes. Like if it, it's one of those shows like, um, I don't want to say this. House of Cards. It's very intricate yeah. in that there's all these, these, this, this intrigue behind the scene that you're trying to keep track of. I really wanted to stop watching it when we found out that. Kevin Spacey was a, um, a sexual predator, but they excised him out of that show immediately. And they reshot, I think the first couple of episodes, he was supposed to die eventually, I believe, but they reshot several of the episodes. So, um, Robin Wright is the president for the whole thing. And I, I, I owe it to Robin Wright. She's, you know, princess buttercup and, uh, from the, uh, princess bride. And, uh, I watched all that show, so I'll finish it out. But, uh, that's very intricate. And you, you know, you got to pay attention to each one. Um, Doom Patrol is intricate in another way. Like you've got to like kind of prepare yourself for what the fuck's going to happen next and kind of like, okay, what happened last How time? How far into that are it, you? I'm like, I'm like halfway through the second season. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah. yeah. So like, the, so the, like, the problem with the first season is you keep screaming at the TV. Why is nobody aging? Right. Yeah. So like you 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 learn very quickly that the episodes don't have to connect, but they do in a way. There's overarching you know storylines that may connect directly, but then it may take four episodes to come back to something. So you just kind of you just got to be there for the ride. 
And it's a fun ride. So Brendan Fraser crushes it in that show. I fucking he does. I, I, he does. I have to be honest, man. Like I watched the Mummy the other day. That shit holds up. Brendan Fraser fucking rules. Um, he's he's such a good like action comedy kind of just like, you know, he just fits that the like he, he's, he's he's just solid. Um, and uh, the scene in the Mummy where the Mummy screams and he screams back. Soulful yeah, uh, and, and I mean, even like, and then there's he's got those those episodes with uh fucking Scrubs, where he's Doctor Cox's friend that dies, uh you know like he's just all over the place. I love it, so I love seeing him in something again. Like I was kind of bummed out at first because I was like, oh, it's just gonna be his voice, and then you get further into it, and there's all the flashbacks and all these other various comic book science stupid reasons you get to see him as a person, like right. modern fat Brendan Fraser. It's the best. Yeah. And and his character in the robot as the voice is still like a good eighty seven percent Brandon Fraser. Oh yeah, it's, even just doing the voice, it's so it's so good. Yeah, you know. I, I love I love how exasperated he is. His character is in most times. He's like, what what are we really gonna fuck it? What the fuck was that? You know, he's just like he's just so he's just mad, sitting there, yeah. indestructible, not knowing what's going on. Um, yeah, it's good, it's good. Um. So yeah, work, working through the Doom Patrol, uh, I've settled into a nice steady pace on uh, the, the this current season of Walking Dead. Um, is it better than the first season? I don't know. I haven't watched the first season in a while. Does it make me feel like the first season made me feel? Yes. Yeah. It's like a, it's like it's like a very comfortable pair of no, shoes. I forget. Is, the, is you... the Walking Dead is still going on? I think. Okay, so this is because the... there's Fear the Walking Dead. There's the Walking Dead. Then there's another one. Yeah, so there's Fear of the Walking Dead that did two seasons. I don't know if that got picked up again. That was more of the start of the apocalypse to now kind of deal. And then now they What's have the like, other one called. That's a good question. It's like Raise the Walking Dead or something. It's it's just a separate group of of travelers. Um, but the uh, the Walking Dead, the original, I believe it's going to end next season. But it's but the the final season, which would be eleven, if I'm not wrong. Is going to be twenty four episodes. World so it's Beyond, literally the two Walking se- Dead World, World Beyond. Beyond. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the the last season is literally two episodes, like two seasons. So they're going to do a big thing, and then there's movies planned. But whether you followed the story or just want to jump back in now with the whispers, it feels so like so 2012 shit i can't imagine like i pour myself a drink i turn the show on i sit down i mean let's be clear i dropped out of the walking dead but i mean it's great because it's basically a zombie soap opera like it's fine i i I really i I, this will we've even talked about this before i'm pretty sure the last episode i saw was the season finale of the season before you introduced negan yeah. The last episode There's, I saw was the season finale where they all had their heads over a metal trough, and one of them was going to die. Right. And then right. I know what you're talking. And I, I stopped exactly watching. And that's the last step. That's the last scene I saw of that show. Yeah, it's like season they're, they're, five, they're, six, something like that. Somewhere around. Yeah. yeah. Well, the addition of Negan was very slow, and that's fine. maybe I should hunker and, down and, and really watch that show. Well, um, there, there was um, oh shit, what is that actor's name? James or James is it Dean something. Morgan, James Dean Morgan. Am I getting that right? I don't fucking know who. He was the he was the uh, he was the comedian in The Watchmen. Maybe I don't know. Okay, let's just say I'm it's Morgan. I don't fucking Morgan. Know. There you go. But uh, like he has discussed it, and apparently they have talked to him about it too. And he's like, "Hey, listen, yeah, we uh, we understand that the addition of Negan did hurt our ratings, 
And I don't understand why, because I know that all the comic book listeners or readers were like, yeah, put Negan in there. I, I guess that the people who hadn't read the comic, the addition of that character was too out of left field. I, I don't know. But they, they've discussed it. and But they've also said, like, he's not going away. And uh, they just cast um, uh, his wife, his actual wife in real life, as his as uh, Lucille. Yeah. The wife in the comic. So, so yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't really care. Uh, the comics finished up at, you know, what is it, 185 or 193 or something like that? I forget. Um, it was good. Um, I'm just super surprised how much uh, watching that show in 2020 makes me feel like it's 2012. Well, I, I mean... I, sit down, it, I, I, make, I clean my guns, I sharpen my knives. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things. If you had told me... If you told 10-year-old Shay that there was going to be a zombie TV show that was like an hour-long drama that went for 11 or plus, like 11 seasons, I think, is the next one, and then three separate series, I would have been... Because, you know, when I, when we were kids, there wasn't that much of that stuff around. Um, I mean, there were tons of zombie movies, but, like, it wasn't... Those are from the 80s. Yeah, everything, 70s. yeah, 70s and 80s. So, um, and, you know, I mean, there were some, some of the 90s, too, but, like, the heyday was, like, late 60s 70s and 80s and uh well, what do you think 10 year old shay would have thought if i told him that there would be a live action godzilla movie with um that was as good as king of the monsters with hollow earth uh, uh you know uh you know it's, actually it's, i think 10 year old shay could have written that movie, yeah probably by the way. most likely i guarantee <laughs> so i could have yeah, yeah no exactly yeah that's and then you know next <laughs> next, yeah, next next year we're gonna get we're, hopefully we get the Godzilla versus King Kong. I wish they'd just skip this shit. Like, okay, there's a vaccine. That's great. But just VOD all the shit I want to see. Let's go. I want, I'll, I'll pay you 20 bucks to watch Godzilla versus King Kong on Amazon. Let's go. Right now. Right now. Yeah. 30 probably. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm an asshole. Well, let me get another couple drinks in me. It'll be 40. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know, there's some kind of sales where I'm like, all right, hold on. Don't release it yet. Wait. Let him make one. Let more him drink. have another drink, and then he'll pay for it. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of shows that are out there, um, one of the Netflix shows that I just stumbled on and watched the whole thing is this. Uh, it's it's been called the best American anime yet. I don't think that's true, but it's um, Blood of Zeus. It's on Netflix. Have you seen Have you seen this? No, I've never heard of been it. Recommended. I've never heard of it. It's it without doing any like. Um, Without doing any like research on it yet, because I just wrote this on the outline, I didn't look into it. It's so Castlevania adjacent, it would shock me if the same animation team doesn't do that and and this one. But it's all about you know, you know, mortals and gods and the gods like fucking around and making demigods and everybody stabbing everybody in the face. It's really gory. Um, um this is all right. So it's just Hercules. Okay, yeah. that's Hercules, I just yeah. read the description. I was like, "All right, so it's Hercules. All right, cool." Right? Oh. They don't call him Hercules; they call him Hera. I'm sure, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> but it's, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's the new Adventures of Hercules, but a sweet anime. All right, cool. Right? Yeah, I'm right. into it. it. Let's fun. go. <laughs> and, yeah, and so like I, I sat down to watch. I don't remember what I was watching, and that was like the preview. I was like, "Oh, let's watch this." So it's like 24 minutes. Each episode, there's eight episodes. Each one's about 25 minutes long. Yeah, of course. And so I watched like two or three. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Next thing I know, it's like two in the morning. He's like, fuck, I can't go to bed. And they're just sawing people's arms off and stabbing people in faces. It's it's uh, it's real fun. And, of course, the gods are giant. One of the things I thought was real fun is, you know, like most uh, Greek mythology, the gods are petty and stupid. Uh-huh. And, and they're dumb. 
And of course, there's the whole gods versus the titans and the giants thing, which is fun. I'm a, I'll be uh, honest with you, I'm a hard sucker for uh, that kind of stuff. So, oh, me too, me too. Um, but uh, one of the things that made just like I knew I was into it is that when the um, when the gods finally reveal themselves to the mortals, they're like ten feet tall. They're not just like a little bit bigger. They're like way bigger. Yeah. And that, that change in perspective, the first time that they, one of them revealed themselves, is like, oh, I'm going to get drunk and watch all this dumb shit. I don't care how stupid it is. I'm watching all of it. Yeah. No, I recommend it. It's fun. And and if and if the animation team is different than Castlevania, I would be shocked because it looks so fucking similar. I know it's not hard to copy that style, but... Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, in a lot of those, um, a lot of these animation studios use the same software suites and shit like that, so... Yeah. I'm trying to find out because I'm looking at it and it does look like it's very similar. So I don't know. I'll probably watch that yeah. after we're done with this shit. Um, it's fun. And, and then one little factoid, since we, we did not record uh, a podcast lately, I originally and I have been catching up on all the Halloween. We watched all the Halloween movies. Um, the ones that mattered, you know, first Halloween, Halloween one, Halloween two, skip that. No, 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 no you do Halloween one, Halloween two sucks. Then we did the sequel, the 2008 sequel, that was a direct sequel to Halloween 1. I mean, okay, yeah. And then we did Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and Halloween Those 2. Those are okay. Yeah. All right, I'm what sorry. I'm more? not hearing anything from 3, 4, 5, what is it, 6, Resurrection, H2O. Uh, oh, that's so Oh, awesome. I love H2O. That shit's awesome. Rachel, Rachel even asked me about it, and she was like, wait a minute, there was one that had Buster Rhymes in it. I was like, yeah. That's Halloween, re- that's Resurrection. That yeah, was like two thousand, two thousand one, something like that. She she had seen it in um, on TV one day. She's like, "I was full yeah. of laundry." Because it's and got that scene where he or... does the kung fu on Michael Myers. Yeah. Then he gets murdered, but yeah. Yeah, it gets real murdered. Um, but yeah, and she, I was like, "Yeah, they did that." And she's like, "I don't want to watch this." Like, I'm not watching it again. That was bad. Um, uh, but one thing I did notice is like we watched the you know the old ones and then we watched the new ones. So. In Halloween, the 1978 uh-huh. version, do you know how tall the actor who played how, uh, um, Michael Myers was? Not as tall as the guy that plays him now. No. He was 5'10". Yeah, yeah, I knew, yeah, he was under 6 yeah. foot, because, but he was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, they didn't start making him, like, really, really tall until the later ones, right? Right. And, yeah, and the same Michael, thing happened to uh, Jason Voorhees, he's got bigger over time. Right, exactly. But not this much Godzilla, bigger. too. Anyway. Um, Oh, very true. Very true. We could do a whole podcast on that. Um, uh, she threatened me with a good time. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Rob Zombies, Michael Myers. We watched that. Very good. The first one's good. The second one's okay. Right. Right. Oh yeah, that's everybody's. That's a consensus. Yeah, but, it's, but it's how tall do you us. think Michael Myers is in 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 Rob Zombies? Oh, probably like. Six one, six two, something like that would be my guess. He's six nine. Six nine. Jesus Christ! Yeah. No, that's right because he's played by a pro wrestler. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. He's pl- he's, play- um, he's played by the same actor who played oh, um uh uh shit. I'm blanking on the um saber tooth in the first. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, but no, it, it, he's a pro wrestler, right? Something yeah. Kane. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's got the because uh, they've even yeah. Yeah, that's a, I remember that. Well, and one of the best parts of that movie is is not his 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 you know murderous demeanor, but you know you watch 
uh, Halloween, the nineteen seventy eight version, and you see that Michael Myers is a you know a psychopath. It's about you know a, a, maybe a little bit bigger than normal build, but he's Kyler Bane. Kyler Bane. Okay, yes. thank you. And um, so he's just you know he's the boogeyman basically yeah. in the nineteen seventy eight version. And then you see, then you watch Rob Zombie's version, and you see those two, the two orderlies come in to lead Michael Myers out, yeah. and he's hunching over, massive, and his shoulders, yeah. and his shoulders are just like his shoulders. Because isn't that are the scene right where he just of, decides it's time to break out, and just through his own strength, just cracks off his restraints and starts murdering the shit out of everybody? Yeah, yeah that's a good scene. Yeah. I fucking, I, I really like the first Rob Zombie Michael Myers movies. The second one is, it's yeah, it's it's okay, but. But that's true for the first, the original Halloween too. It's like, eh, it's fine, because that's the one in the hospital, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the hospital one. I, uh, I have I mean, a better knowledge of, Jay, of Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street than I do. My, um, Everybody hates my favorite Jason movie. Which one's that? Uh, I believe it's number six, the one with the telekinesis chick. Uh, is that, is that uh, New, New Blood? Blood. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. That one rules. Yeah. You got a you got a you got a lady with telekinesis powers. Uh, you got Jason Voorhees. Somehow she wakes him up because she's angry about. I think she got like wasn't given dessert or something. And then at the end of the movie, she psychically summons her dead dad from the bottom of Crystal Lake to strangle Jason and take him down to the bottom. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see where the That's plot is. Uh, you know what horror series I've recently revisited uh, is uh, I don't know if you've ever sat down and watched all the Saw movies. Uh, oh, no. it's like sure. a really weird episode of law and order like it really is it's it's well the the you know of course of course the the caveat of the saw movies is that it's torture porn but with it's supposed to be teaching the people who deserved a lesson a lesson with torture porn and yeah okay uh i don't know i've seen most of them but i'm just it's just not i think i tapped out around four or five because there are it's like eight. Like, yeah, and then, then there's silly. a new one coming out in 2021, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah it's got Chris Rock in it as a detective. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, I mean, we're, we're here throwing stones at Saul, but I've seen every Friday, thir- uh, I'm sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and those don't get anything but stupider and Oh, sillier. God. And by one point, isn't Jason like a worm? No, I'm saying, I'm saying I said uh, Nightmare on Elm oh, Street. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, those get, those get progressively more terrible. Like yeah. really and bad, but well, no, that's not. And then by the end of it, there he's got like these like little demon things inside of him, and yes, and he's captured all the he's souls captured all these and souls, and, and and they flesh it all out in the comic books and stuff too. The comic books get real stupid. I have not read. Oh, the comic they're books. dumb. They flesh out all <laughs> like I forget which Friday the Thirteenth movie it is where it's revealed that there are these like. They're like demons, or, or, or like you just, yeah, they're demons. They're like that have been around forever, and that's why he's right. alive. He makes a deal with them, or and, and all that shit. But there's a comic series that fleshes out all that. And that was like number six yeah, it's or like six seven or seven. It's like why he's immortal, was, why he has his powers, yeah. and like you know, kind of. I, I don't remember the details, but I remember reading the comic books when I was like twenty one or twenty two, and 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 you just read the whole thing. And then you set it down and you go, I don't regret doing that, but holy shit, was that stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, oh, man, it's, oh, but that's, it's, it's pretty, Friday the 13th has got a lot of lore behind it. That is shockingly in depth and weird and stupid. 
I watched Dream Warriors yeah. the other day. I fucking love Dream Warriors. Again, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. I know, that's what we're talking about. You said Friday the 13th. Or excuse me, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Yeah, no. And, and not, to, not to be wrong, there is part where Jason becomes a satanic worm yeah. in Friday the 13th, and it's a big weird thing. they got to find a dagger, and there's the one Oh, where... I forgot about the dagger. They gotta find yeah. the dagger because they because basically they decide that basically it's been accepted that he is a um, deadite mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, do they use that word or is yeah. that just kind of what they're doing? Like kind of the same type of thing. I think it was Sam Raimi directed that know, one. Maybe. maybe I don't fucking know. Yeah. They're weird. What? Well, it's all it's all silly. I like Nobody I like Jason takes that. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> that one that one was so silly. Yeah, it's real dumb. Because because somehow Crystal Lake has an inlet to connect to the ocean. Yeah, I know it's great. Yeah. And then there's that scene yeah. where the boxer is fighting him on the rooftop, and it like he goes to punch Jason, and then says, "Take your best shot." And Jason just punches his head off, just yeah. in one swing. It's so stupid. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, and they they kill him with with uh, you know raw sewage from the New York. Whatever. It's dumb. It's very well, the, the thing that I like about that movie is the idea that every night at midnight there's a huge flush of highly acidic acid that just blows through the sewers of New York City. <laughs> and nobody's figured out how to yeah, stop it. Yeah, it just happens yet. every night. Uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah, I'd say the last 20 minutes of this at least was a complete waste of time for anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have been listening to that and you followed any of that Friday If 13th, you've made it uh, to this point, good on you, I guess. Yeah, you yeah. should probably read yeah, a book or something you. instead. But yeah, do not read those comics. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening to this. Shay and I enjoy the shit out of doing it. We get to catch up and uh, see how each other's doing. Talk some shit about our current government and silly movies we watched when we were ten. And probably shouldn't have been able to watch. Uh, um, you can should be able to find this podcast on all the pod- places you find your podcasts. You can shoot us a uh, what that be called a tweet, right, Shay? Yeah, yeah, those are the tweets. The kids have those now. The tweets. To, yeah, we got the, the tweeters and the twatters. Everybody should be able to shoot us a tweet um, at uh, it's at uh, Woodscast seventeen seventy six. Same thing with Facebook. And then if you have a question, comment, or would like to come on the podcast and argue with me about the electoral college, um, shoot us an email at the Woodscast seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com because we are still on all the platforms that alex jones is not allowed to come on and it's fun all right shay say goodbye to the nice people doodles nice people and remember what captain hydra says seize the means of seize them seize them good